0: Welcome to Apocalypse, Mr. Batman. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid.
1: Button up, Bemmers. It's time to shake the dew off the lily in XYZ. That's right, examine your zip comics. This must be another
2: episode of Darkseid's Couch, and this must be James. This is Mike. I'm Shay. Yeah, that was my I bit. Did, I, I had a less flowery version of that.
0: <laughs> mine was different.
1: So we were debating, as we always do, who's going to start the show, and we all decided that we had something, and we decided that I would just do mine, and then we'd see if we were all thinking the same thing or not. And apparently, we
2: kind of were. Uh, no. Mine was, was going to be, uh, put your dick away and zip up your fly. It's time to zip on over to Darkseid's couch for Zip Comics. That was going to be mine.
1: Wow, we both thought of the whole zipper but thing. you
2: added a bunch of shit. <laughs> Button but up bemmers. I like alliteration.
1: Button up bemmers, shake the dew off the lily, and and examine your Zip Comics. I yeah, but
2: you were just saying, put your dick away.
1: Yeah, I could have said that. That's how, we approach, <laughs> that's how we approach jokes differently. Shay, what were you going to do?
0: I was going to do... Something making fun of improv because there's a real dumb game called Zip Zap Zop.
1: Yeah, no one knows what that is. I mean that is well, nobody knows what zip comics. There's is a either, bunch of so. there's a bunch yeah, of improv exactly. nerds.
0: There's what, improv
2: nerds and like listening, they're like, I know.
1: What's the uh what's the game? How do you play that game?
0: You point at one person and say zip, and then they point at another person and say zop, and then they point at another person and say or sorry, the middle one says zap, and then the last one says zop. And then it just keeps going.
2: And you that's just a, that's, you, a, that's a that's a game you play for an audience?
0: No, no, no. It's a warm up It's a
2: warm up game. game oh I'm like Boo. red leather, yellow leather, red <laughs> leather, yellow leather. I would
1: heckle. Yeah. No, you can't be heckling improvisers. They're, they're doing the best they can.
0: No, we're hacks.
1: <laughs> so, well, so I'm not gonna deny that I've seen some hacky improv for sure.
0: <laughs> no, that's not true. I know some very talented improvisers, yeah, but yeah. I'm a hack.
2: No, Sh- or Mike, what do you, what you, you got? I got a story about uh, being uh, permanently banned from a, an established comedic institution for for me heckling people for not being funny. Was it the Second City? <laughs> I'm you... not going to say who it was. Do you, is there a part of the story you Wait, can tell?
0: Mike, just say it and James bleep it.
1: Oh great! More work for James. No, you can you can say it. I think Shay just wants to know what it is, and she's worried that if you don't say it now,
2: you're not going to remember to say it later. Oh yeah, because I keep t- I keep telling you guys I'll tell you guys the story, yeah, later. and then we never do.
1: never tell. So yeah, if you were listening to the show and you're like, oh damn, Mike said he was going to tell a story, but he can't tell it in the podcast. We never heard it either.
2: Uh-uh. <laughs> None of those stories. Um. Yeah, if you want to say it, I will just bleep it. I will say this though: the person running it uh, was the child of a very famous comedian. A very famous overweight comedian, and the child was also overweight, and they were giving us an example of something funny. And I said, "I thought fat people were supposed to be funny." Well, I'm kind of a fat. I would heckle your
1: heckling. I'd say he's right, but he shouldn't have said it. I mean, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, I thought I was really funny.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's like uh, what was the whole thing back in the day? Like you would always go to improv and you just shout whenever they wanted a suggestion. You just shout out "double-headed dildo" to the point where the improvers were like, "Dude, just start kicking out the people who say double-headed dildo." They all say it. That's that's Double all they do though. I'm surprised yep. I was able to do it. That's all they say deal, though. Well it's not that it's hard to say. It's that you're well, not, no, it's that a, is, it's hacky.
0: That is why a lot of times if you do go see an improv show and they get suggestions, they will immediately throw out a couple. Mm-hmm. So that the audience doesn't yell it.
1: I I I once had, and uh, this is actually a show uh, Shay was in, and I don't like being picked on in the audience. And uh, the guy asked me uh, for a suggestion, like me specifically, and like I really didn't want to do this. And he asked me for like a, a celebrity or a famous picture, a famous, a famous uh, person, and I think I I might have said Caligula. Or uh, or uh, or maybe Attila the Hun. I said something like that, and you said uh, Attila the Hun. Attila the Hun. That's pretty good. And and he refused my suggestion and because he doesn't have it because he couldn't do it. That's why. I'm sorry, no. I didn't just say Donald Trump like no, everybody no, else no, would, you would have you know fucking what it, said. No,
0: no, no. That is because you don't want to be a racist caricature on stage. I Attila think. And the they a racist and, and you can do you can do that by just not affect you know taking on an affected voice and everything like that but the person getting the suggestion is going to try and avoid that situation at all
1: i think he was looking for like kim
2: kardashian
0: oh probably it was a fucking hack of a theater
2: i think he didn't know who until the Hutt is that's what i think yeah. what you do is you use you real the Hunt's battle tactics or historical <sighs> historical events to make your bit but he didn't know yeah. shit he didn't know shit
1: I, I norm, normally I would play the bong sound right now, but uh, I left my Stream Deck at work, so I'm I'm hacking it together out of Audacity. So you
2: just insert your own bong sound right. Hacking there. Hacking in Audacity. Oh, would you guys catch me, Mike? Hacking, hacking.
0: Throw over. in your bong sound.
2: Yeah, that's well. That's why I would have played it because I, I haven't played out a bong it. in like 20 years.
1: Yeah. Well, you're you're no Alfred. You're no Alfred Pennyworth bonging it up. It uh, when I would do more
2: open mics, my favorite thing to do with crowd stuff is I would ask a couple. I'd find a couple and ask the guy if he loved the girl. Uh that seems like often that would be fine. Well, no. When the one person like like if it's like a new couple and the guy's too nervous to do it. Oh uh, well, yeah, but you, it's,
1: if it's a new couple,
2: yeah, then you like then yeah, you have a whole thing you can do. Guys. Um, we mentioned Shay's chest tattoo a couple episodes ago, and uh,
1: I implored listeners to send in their suggestions or their artwork about what Shay's chest tattoo was, and uh, we got some guesses, and I kind of feel like they didn't understand the assignment, but we got them. I got them here. We're going to put them on the YouTube, um, and we'll put them up there. Nobody um, understands
2: anything what we're doing.
1: No, nobody ever. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's a dense show. It's a dense, a lot of lore. A lot of lore. It's a dense audience.
2: Doesn't understand shit.
1: No, we got the best audience. We got the Bemmers. No, so we got a couple here. Um, Nicole Miller, she made a whole series of images of uh, Dark Side's Couch 90s Babe of the Decade finalist Winona Ryder with Mm -hmm. chest tattoos that say various things. I got them here.
0: That was my crush.
1: Yeah, I'm sure in that episode we were talking about how we loved Winona Ryder. And we do, but I don't know if the implication here is that Shay is Winona Ryder and these are what she might have tattooed or that Shay has a whole ass image of Winona Ryder with chat tattoo, chest tattoos tattooed on her chest like a weird pixie girl or Oroboros.
0: I think it was just that she was showing me what I have, but putting them on my crush. Yeah, and was. my crush has a wonderful rack. Good oh for you. God. Oh
2: right. my Right, Not often showcased in film. No, which is weird.
1: Especially what the time that her? she- I'm pr- I, I'm I'm proud of her. Uh, I'm proud of her stance. I'm proud of her uh, ability. You don't know to... if it's a stance. What does no one asked. Maybe they look weird. I don't know.
2: A Lot of lot of lot of bodies look weird. What when if you get all down to the it. producers and directors were like, put away your tits, please. Put wow. them away. Put the girls away." It's actually
0: the reverse. She's constantly trying to find excuses to put them in movies.
2: Uh huh. Oh, nobody
1: wants them. Oh. Yeah, we don't need those. We don't need those. Well, we got. What we one... hired you for. But this isn't
0: about objectifying Winona Ryder. This is about looking at tattoos. tattoos on her chest.
1: Well, we got one. It says "True Love" with the little vibrator. What is, is that? The bunny? Is that the rabbit? What's what the is rabbit? That? That's the rabbit. Who can compete with that? Nobody. Is that? Is that? This Nicole is not... can
0: three more times. <laughs>
1: this is not your chest tattoo, though. This is not it.
0: That is not. Can okay. confirm. It Here, is not here's... a vibrator.
1: Here's the next one. Uh, It says, trust no bitches, and oh my god, this cleavage. That's that's my chest tattoo. (sighs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, so you were close, Nicole.
1: No, we actually have a,
0: well, we'll we'll get to
1: the end here. Uh, There's one that actually did get some elements correct. Um, No, it's not the trust no bitches. Uh, It's not 420 plus 69 equals party time. No, No. Also, I have that tattoo on my ass. That's your tramp stamp, yeah, we know that. Uh, Uh, No, left cheek,
2: because I'm (laughs) left-handed. Are you really left-handed? Have I not known that all these years? Uh I'm ambidextrous but mostly left-handed. Wow, uh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah, I can all the trouble. My you fucking hand. freak. I can write with my left hand and my right hand. Yeah, that that's is where all the cool. trouble started. Yeah. ADD, uh, ADD sometimes, man. I can also split my vision and I can I see know. individually out of both eyes.
1: I don't know how that's ADD. <laughs> I,
2: I guess only people with ADD
1: can do that. I heard today, so I was uh I I actually heard a uh Uh, 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 an HR meeting conference thing today. I'm trying not to give away too many details, but I heard a speaker talking about uh, how to handle basically autistic people in the workplace. Oh, remind everybody, I am diagnosed with ASD, so I can say these things, okay? I can Uh, confirm. I can confirm. Well, what she told me, or what she told the audience that I happen to be observing, uh, was that autistic people can see and hear the flickers of fluorescent lighting And I'm pretty sure we could all do that.
2: Yeah, I thought, yeah, I can do that. Pretty
1: common, like that that little like tinny, like dusty sound when it clicks and stuff. And then you can see the, like, yeah, I don't have a higher frame rate in my eyes. What are you? What are you talking about? I think this lady doesn't know what she's talking about. She might have just been faking it. You know what? She didn't prepare. Wait, why
0: did you mention your eyes if it was your about your hearing?
1: It was both. It said see and hear. You can see the 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 jitters oh, and the, the okay. flickering of the eyes. You should have stood up and yelled, "I can see and hear that you're making all this up." Yeah. Oh God, I was. Ooh, I was. I was a little salty. No, no, no. I think she. Uh, she just didn't do her research. She walked in the wrong room and was too embarrassed to say anything, so she just winged it.
2: James, you not cause scenes. I don't. I don't really cause Shade, scenes. Shade, you cause scenes. No, Hell won't no. Cause a scene. Oh my god, guys, I am running around my entire life just causing scenes. Um, Shade tried to cause a little bit of a
1: scene against Southwest when they they fucked her over on uh on Christmas last year. So I was a little bit of a scene. Had to get told to stop swearing by a, by a Southwest associate.
0: I only sweared once.
2: You guys both <laughs> swear publicly and loudly. You both uh, do it. Probably. Yeah, probably. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't Dude, I do I that? I noticed that whenever we're together out and about. I'm just like, geez, James and Shay swear loudly and often. Pretty sure this is a compliment. am pretty sure surprised. that's how it's well, supposed it to Well, coming from this. me, probably. You know, you know what? That is, in a way, causing a scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not,
1: I'm not saying as a point of pride that I haven't caused a scene. I just, I, you know, don't necessarily go around causing a lot of scenes.
2: Maybe you guys just have a steady level of, of scene causing where right. I save mine into big outbursts.
1: I think I can get under people psychologically a little bit more. I give them a certain disapproving look that they'll take home with them. and It'll kind of sink into their soul. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, Nicole did send us one more. Uh, with Winona Ryder, and it says uh, the mighty mighty boss tits, boss boo. stones. Wow! Uh, well, uh, Are we
2: booing the? I would, I just was looking at the. No, picture. I was Shay. I was booing the mighty the mighty boss, boss stones. Oh no, In I was booing the joke. general.
1: You didn't bring a joke about boobs, Shay.
0: I did not. See, I'm, I'm at least
1: supplying content here. Uh, nope no, I'm pretty sure Shay's tattoo does not say the mighty mighty boss stones.
2: It's not mighty mighty boss stones adjacent.
0: No, I'm more um, of a but, real big fish gal.
2: Shay, if you had a if you had a mighty, mighty ballstones tattoo on your chest, I would pay for the laser removal.
0: Aw, thanks. Yep.
2: Because
0: yep. it would have been a mistake.
2: Yeah, we're getting rid of that.
1: So, so yeah, we're gonna have to do something about that. Uh <laughs> and then uh we've so so sorry, Nicole, good effort, but none of those are accurate. Uh and then we've got uh one from the always great and terrifying Nick Caesar. Mm-hmm. He sent us. Holy God! Look at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see us on YouTube. I don't know. Every time I look at Nick's art, I feel like I'm confronting something I didn't know about myself. <laughs>
2: I think it's like, just uh, the grizzly from that Spider-Man comic.
1: Is okay. So yeah, it looks like the grizzly from Spider-Man. It kind of looks like it's supposed to be Mike inside the grizzly costume, but I think it's actually just the grizzly, mm-hmm. and he's got I saw a banner.
0: Cladmire.
2: Yeah, I saw Oh, he's got
1: some okay. quagmire in him too And he's got a banner above him that says I love you
2: very much And he's yeah. got a rose in his teeth Yeah, because tattoos tend to have roses And well, uh, uh, was it like sashes with With, with names notes and
1: notes Yeah, notes Well, I'll say uh, Mike, you don't know uh, You've never seen Shay's t- chest tattoo, I don't think No Okay um, Well, I'll say uh, Shay doesn't
2: get naked in front of me as often as she should
1: uh, I'll say though, Nick is not entirely off. Nick is a little bit closer than Nicole was with this. Uh, Shay, are we revealing it? Are we going to tease this out further? Are you going to tell people what your chest tattoo is?
0: Um, my chest tattoo is a black and white rose with a watercolor background.
1: Yes, it is. Isn't it based on an album cover? Yeah. That I don't the remember Depeche mode album. Oh, it's a Depeche Mode album uh, cover. I'll try not to make fun of
2: you too much. Oh my much, god, say.
0: what is it? Shit, you don't know what album no, cover? So because great. I want to say Violator, but I feel like I'm always wrong when I think Violator.
2: Wow, Well yeah. I don't want to. I'll pay for the laser removal. Nah, I don't not Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode album tattoo. People don't get album tattoos. It's not. It's actually not. It's just ish. It's ish. Oh, I. It, it is
0: Violator.
2: it is violated it's a twist on it I love how she had to look up her own tattoo yeah I know that was that was pretty great that's a basic Uh, bitch move so no again
0: I got it because I liked the album cover Mm -hmm. and I really do enjoy the song enjoy the silence Mm -hmm. and -hmm. that was really that all I needed because then I just took it from there
2: I didn't get it as
0: a dedication to Depeche Mode or something
2: James and I, neither of us have tattoos. Well, I
1: don't have tattoos. I'll tell you why I don't have tattoos. And uh, it ties money. in. It ties in. Well, that's not why. That's why you don't have tattoos. Uh, yeah. uh, it actually ties in with the story of Shay getting that tattoo. Because I went with her when she got the tattoo. And she brought the idea to the tattoo artist. And this is probably a common thing. But it's a thing that would make me profoundly uncomfortable. And she told the tattoo artist what she wanted. And the tattoo artist, who was very good, very professional, nothing against him. But he just decided, like, okay, I'm going to do something like that. And then he just kind of kind of just did what he wanted and it's not it's not like a replica of the album cover it's just kind of in that vein
2: while james was there he uh asked the tattoo artist to tattoo something on his dick and the guy said i don't have enough ink oh i mean i don't have all i don't have all my dingy sound effects (laughs) i don't have all my cha-chings
1: and bings and boings uh no and it, it turned out very nice but it's like that would drive me nuts not knowing exactly to the line, what I was getting—that's uh, that's... the difference
2: between you and Shay, and you and me. If, like, yeah. the professional artist says, now nah, what you want is kind of lame. I'm well, gonna he make didn't say it was kind of
0: lame. He liked I mean, it. He just—I will also sum it up that, like, this tattoo I did on a whim. I looked yeah. at James and went, "Pretty? Windy. You want to come with me while I go get a tattoo?" And he yep. said, "Okay." And that's how I ended up with a chest tattoo.
1: Crushed a beer can on my forehead, and we we're out
2: the door. That's <laughs> it. I imagine you like immediately like seizing up just from just like all, all be having to go to a place and talk to people and be there. Uh, no, that's you. You're thinking of you. I I know. I'm a. i am I can go to I'm, a, a place. i kind of an extrovert. I'm I'm kind of out. I can go. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit out.
1: Uh, yeah, so Shay, I believe you're not going to, we're not going to put a picture up. I don't think you're comfortable with
2: that.
0: I'm not comfortable with a are picture.
2: You, okay, this, are, Shay, I'll put up a picture of my ass if you okay. if you put up a picture of your tattoo. No,
0: Mike, you will do that if I don't put up the picture.
2: Everyone, it, I've been doing a lot of hip thrusts lately, yeah. and I will show pictures of my ass to people who sure. want
1: to see it. Shay, are you comfortable with me, like, scribbling a depiction of it?
0: Yes, you can how do about, a Microsoft about, okay, Paint sure. version. That's what,
2: you, that's what you're going to see how right just now. look at the goddamn album cover? Because it's a little different. I guess you could. Yeah, I guess you could just look at the no, album cover. Well, you said the
1: bear tattoo was close. The bear, it's got a rose in there. Mm-hmm. It's got a rose. Got a rose on the, okay. whatever
2: that is. So that
1: closes this debacle that I was going to probably have a, like a theme song for, but uh, on account of not having my stream deck, we're just going to have to fill it. I was thinking like a, there's a not very good Van Halen song called Tattoo. But I was oh. thinking I would throw in there, like yeah. Uh, Why but yeah, you
0: throw on a song from the band.
1: The band? Oh, because I think I forgot who it was. <laughs> I may yep. have
0: forgotten. Two cute Russian chicks that were fake lesbians. Oh,
1: Tattoo! The band. I thought you meant Depeche Mode. No. Yeah, the ta- the fake lesbians of Tattoo. Oh boy, that was a moment. That was a moment in time. Mike seems to not remember what this was. Nope.
0: All right.
1: So there was a short-lived, uh, like it was like a boy band but they were girls and they were uh, like a manufactured pop band. Yeah they're called girl bands. Two, yeah but they were Russian and their whole thing was that like in the middle of the songs they would kiss. Okay. And th- that was like their whole bit. The, the music wasn't particularly good. Nobody particularly liked it.
2: No but, all, they're all, they're all, like, all the things she said is a fucking bop. Oh mm-hmm. they're like uh, Russians? Yeah
1: well on economy calling them Russian yeah. That, I that think wasn't I vaguely a, remember this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're cute. They're cute. Okay, yeah. great.
0: But it turns out it was all just for show.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, they're a band. Yeah. P- putting on shows is all they do. That puts that debacle to bed. Yeah, and can zip uh, on over.
1: I think we can zip on over to Zip Comics, uh, which came up on the wheel last time. This is
2: from... To, to James's we... Joy.
1: Yes. It did come up to my joy, because I, th- I think we're all going to be very pleased with this. It, uh, I put it's... off
2: reading it till just now, and I was she... also pleased.
1: Shay always puts off reading it. What, Shay, when did you read it? All right, Shay. It is an
0: audio Question medium. Question is, when did I, when did I start it, and when did I finish it? Those okay. are two different questions. Give
1: me the, give me the bookends.
0: Uh, I started it over my lunch hour.
1: Okay, and today. Yes. And when did you finish it?
0: On the train home.
2: That's not okay. too bad.
1: No, that's not too bad at all. i, thought you I honestly... say, like,
2: you started it the day we, we chose it, and then you just finished it right before we started recording. It nope. did take me like a
1: week. So, in fairness, it did take me a while, but I started a lot earlier than you guys.
0: Yeah. It was a lot. It was, it was, I. it well, was a lot.
1: It's eight big stories. Eight bigger, eight, eight, eight stories, big each stories. bigger than the last.
0: Listen, eight I'm going to run that. I'm going to write that essay the night before. I'm going to read mm-hmm. this comic right before
1: great appreciate the dedication
0: hey i got good grades on those essays
1: yeah yeah the teachers don't care though teachers don't care about anything that is true i'm not saying you weren't smart i'm saying
2: teachers don't care about anything at all except their their they i disagree drinks. there are great teachers out there they only care about those three months where they have mm. to have a side job as a painter yes no, <laughs> they've got a lot of garages right? A lot of garages that need a little They don't tell teachers that coat. teachers think like, oh, I get three months off every year. No, bro, you got to work because you're getting be paid. I don't think teachers believe that.
1: I think they go in because they love education. Uh, no, nah, education mm. gets suck like my too. Well, you're well, not a teacher. That's why you're not a
0: teacher, dude. Yeah,
1: seriously, fuck. Um, I want a nation of obedient workers. From Zip Comics, issue 11 from 1940. This is the early days. This is the golden age of comic books. And we've got a hell of a cover here that is not really represented in the book
2: unfortunately yeah, here we see uh steel sterling the man of steel who even mm-hmm. has superman's uh, coloring in a bit except he's like superman if superman was captain america and just had like a red t-shirt
1: yeah he's a he's got a red t-shirt and he's got blue trunks that look like they have rivets on them so maybe they're like steel undies and
2: he's mm-hmm. got red tights under that and little ballet
1: booties little booties yeah that's and and he was using this name after superman had begun to be called the man of steel yeah so he just decided steel sterling which is the name i check into seedy motels under steel oh, do you? sterling yes. why steel are you checking sterling. into
0: seedy motels i mean
1: there's things to do good for see you, what's James. going on good see what's you. going on out there yeah. smell the smells
0: oh do you bring demo back
1: in the day i'm not going to subject him to that uh back in the day when i would uh tour with certain different companies um, sometimes they would say like, well, we can book your hotel for you, or we can give you the money. You can book your, your own hotel. And I would say, give me the money. And then I would book the cheapest hotel I could book. And I would stay at like a red roof Inn, and that stuff is, and just pocket the difference for myself. Those places are fucking gruesome, like sticky, like carpeting that your feet sinks into. Cause they're sticky. It's just gross and stinky. And I probably got bed bugs. Ew,
2: I do. I, you I used know to,
0: that I used
2: to do that too, but now I let the company send me to the nice hotel. Oh
1: yeah. No, I go to, no, let's, let's be clear here. I'm going to I'm going to four star and above hotels now, but at the time But I I,
2: I did that for a while. Pocket that difference. Yeah, pocket,
1: pocket the it pocket that difference. Yeah. yeah. A nine I saw that a nine copy of this beast, this book
2: uh, sold for a cool two thousand dollars in twenty nineteen. So, so you know it's Damn. good. It's got to be good, you know. Well, here on the cover, a uh, 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 steel Sterling is in like uh, the a model of an industrial area. Oh, is that yeah. what it is? It's a model. I don't think it's a model. It looks like they're two like they're gigantic guys. They do like, on, like, a like a small yeah. model. Is it just a weird perspective? I think the yes. perspective is just. It was the early days of. Comics, yeah, but it looks man. like they're in a room. Yep. <laughs> well, they're on the set. They're on the <laughs> set where they shot this. It's like they like. <laughs> I went to the place where they were filming like Toho, the guys who made all the Godzilla yeah. and giant monster yeah, movies. Yeah. It's like they like their fight burst into that.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And he's fighting this dude who I guess is Inferno in the book. We'll see a character named Inferno, but in, in the book Inferno is just, uh, he wears a suit on here. It's like before he got sick of the supervillain gimmick, he's wearing like a full-on gimp suit with spikes and and fire
2: spitting out of his mouth. And he's the same coloring as Steel Sterling because they didn't want to pay for different colors.
1: Honestly, I think they had a hard time. I, they might not. It was these were in the four
2: color days. That's, I honestly don't yeah. think they could have gotten purple and green. But
0: I'm sure that's a good reason.
2: Oh yeah, it's a great reason. Back it in also the looks... four color days, kids had to imagine their own colors, and now yeah. they're all stupid
1: <laughs> <And> <laughs> we gave we let the kids have purple without having to work for it.
2: You know, back in the day when they started producing more and more, like, fictional books, parents were pissed off because the kids were just sitting around all day reading fiction. They thought that was bad for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Too much reading.
2: Yeah. My, my
1: father once yelled at me. He
2: was late. I might have even told this story before.
1: Uh, he was late picking me up from school by, like, 45 minutes. And then he blamed me because he said, I shouldn't be wasting my time in school. I should be at home raking leaves. <laughs> <yeah>.
2: <laughs> like, dude. My, my dad wanted me to do both.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I, no, nobody in my family believed in uh, education. Maybe your Dad <laughs> just didn't a...
2: want you to be more educated than him.
1: Well, well, uh, some battles they are just
2: bound to lose. Some parents are like that, where they like they don't want their kids to. Yeah, there's resentment. Yeah, yeah, there's they're absolutely not top dog anymore.
1: Yeah, Bruce Springsteen's father was like that. Like you, you don't want to work in a factory and lose your hearing. You want to be a rock and roll star. End up losing his hearing in a different way oh yeah yeah he did actually he does have uh partial deafness actually it's it's a little tough um but yeah so we got the this inferno dude um who we're gonna meet but i guess by the time the comic the story rolls around he's uh he's not wearing this costume anymore he's just he's wearing pretty, a nice suit. Like he,
2: so he breathes actual fire but he also has like brass knuckles with spikes on him yeah yeah and spikes like on a his toes dude He's, it's a
1: cool design. I like this guy, especially from back in the day when they were still figuring out what these characters should look like. That's pretty cool.
2: But you know what, though? All that stuff is not as good as a normal handgun.
1: No. <laughs> well, they, they hadn't figured out guns yet. That's Nobody why could criminals draw guns. in real life
2: use guns instead of all this stuff.
1: Nobody in comics knew how to draw a gun until 1947.
2: It's just like in real life. Imagine if someone tried to be a criminal this way. It just wouldn't work. I breathe fire. Like, well, I'm just going to shoot you. So this first story, Steel Sterling, Man of Steel,
1: and a story called Enter the Rattler. Don't mind if I do.
0: Now, James, how many stories are there?
1: There are eight big stories. So we're going to, we're gonna. some of them deserve a little more attention than others, I'll say. Some of them we can maybe blow through a little bit. Uh, this is written by Joe Blair, art by Charles Biro, or Biro? I don't know. Uh, yeah, and so the story of Steel Sterling is uh, this dude who experienced a tragedy as a child like Batman and then he spent his youth developing a formula to give his body the strength and resistance of steel. After coating himself in the chemical, he plunged naked into a molten steel-filled cauldron, and instead of killing him, killing him, it gave him superpowers and he became Steel Sterling the Man of Steel. So Good he this him. he did yeah. this
0: like how Snowflame did cocaine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got he got addicted he to being badass.
0: He OD'd on steel. You and now it gave would. him superpowers
2: why didn't he just share this metho- methodology to the world
1: because he wanted to show up the police as we'll see he likes telling yeah. the police mm-hmm. what to do wow well, you can get addicted to bastedness yeah, and he did I guess so which is the base though
0: <laughs> the cover also immediately shows us inferno again but this time in a in a suit
1: mm-hmm. he does yeah, yeah yeah this now he's just wearing a suit i do want to call something out because uh somebody uh my buddy josh actually pointed out that shay always throws a t in the word also she says also and i keep meaning to catch i catch it when i'm editing i never catch it during the actual recording and i just caught it she said also i Good heard job. it we got it it's on the I record never noticed all i didn't notice either
2: all i, I didn't hear notice is either uncle.
1: yeah that that was that was basically uh his advice of how i can fight back against the uncle
2: problem oh yeah my mom says wash instead of wash oh, yeah. the wash just fucking i up, probably outlandish. say milk a lot too Melk. milk
0: I think I say milk more, but...
2: My neighbor told me that I say eggs weird. Eggs. Eggs. Eggs, like, like I, I'm like, um,
0: Illinois.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a kind
1: of bigotry.
0: So, I don't know, okay. again, James, you can... Uh, yeah, I admit that I do that. You're fighting the uncle thing. I truly don't know what the hell you're
2: talking about. James talks like a radio broadcaster. I do, well, yeah. I have
1: three years of experience as a radio Apparently, broadcaster. Apparently, I talk like
2: a midwestern idiot. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm projecting. This is my this is my radio voice. All right, but yeah, Shay is right. That now we see uh, uh, Inferno with his buddy Twisto, mm-hmm. and uh, they're both super villains. Uh, and even though Inferno is still spitting fire out of his mouth, which is badass,
2: uh, he's just wearing a suit now. Halitosis. Yeah, this is just really bad halitosis. Uh, he's blowing his halitosis in the security guard's face, and he's like, "Oh God!" And while that's happening, <laughs> Twisto uses his amazing powers of rubber body to stab him.
1: Yeah, so we find out that Twisto can like adjust
2: his face.
0: He's Plastic Man. He's
2: right, but well, his main power low is grade. murdering people with a knife.
1: So yes, yeah, so he's decided this. I can't kill anybody with my weird face, so I'm just gonna stab people with this here. Knife. Yeah, his
2: face power is like really. He could have just been a regular guy with a face power. Has been said he's just a murderer. Yeah, well he's uh, he's like the chameleon. You know that guy didn't have any powers. He could just change his face. So uh, I guess uh, the halitosis is so mm-hmm. terrible he can melt safes with it. Yes, you know yes. like uh, really, if these guys existed today, changing your face having fire breaths they would just make tiktok videos and they would get money from that
1: yeah, yeah. that's why the world is better now than it was in the 40s mm-hmm. this is why we're living in the golden age of society may it never end mm-hmm. uh so yeah they're robbing a bank and then steel sterling shows up but he's too late so he's in hot pursuit and apparently he can kind of run like the flash he can fly he can it seemingly like he can do whatever he needs to do sounds like he could just do whatever superman can do I mean, he's, I'm not going to say he's not a Superman knockoff. Obviously, the difference is that he is a human with superpowers. But yeah, I, I mean, he's just one he of fly? a billion. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand he, how.
2: So, like, part of the images make it look like he's just leaping from building to building, which yeah. also, like, I don't see how he would have super strong muscles from how he got his powers. You would think all that steel in his blood would weigh him down. Right, he wouldn't be able to move so much. Yeah, but he's he's, he's like getting around fine. base now. Yeah, he's getting around just fine. No problem. But here like he like you see him so there's a kid selling uh newspapers yeah. and he swoops down without and without landing turns up and flies away.
1: Yeah, so he has complete control of that. He's actually flying, How, he's not just oh, gliding. does that have to Which do
0: with Which is having better than skin. Superman.
1: <laughs> yes, Superman. I'm not even sure if, I don't You know what? That's a good point. Superman couldn't fly at this point.
2: Well, I'm you know, almost certain right. he couldn't fly. Well, no one can.
0: Also, it says zip (laughs) as he goes. It does
2: say zip. Well, it's branding. You gotta Like the comic. You gotta think about branding. all tying together. Wow.
1: This was really well put together here. And he, uh, so yeah, he comes by, he steals a paper, he gives the kid five bucks, flaunting his wealth, and off he goes. Uh, and so then he hangs out with Dora. He goes to see Dora, his—I'm assuming his love interest, because that's what women did in comics in these days. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, "Hey, look at this uh, newspaper. There's a crime wave sweeping the city. They're all—all all these crimes are localized around a certain area. I'm betting that Twisto and Inferno live somewhere
2: in that area. I'm going to find well, her it. name. Her name is Dora Cummings. Dora it's Cummings. spelled like the way you think it is.
1: Well, this was before people were coming. This so, was in the 1940s.
2: So, so I'm just going to put Riley Reed's coming face. Great." All over this comic now. It, it,
1: it, if they, when they make this movie, she's going to be played by Riley Reed for sure. Good, you
2: know what? Good for Riley Reed.
1: She needs another career. I mean, this can't go on forever. This can't continue. I'm sure she's retired by now. Yeah, I think she, I think we found out she's in her 30s now. Like, I think she married yeah. some
2: millionaire. I mean, what else is she going to do? Marry a, a Target you? clerk? Yeah, yeah, fuck you? yeah. I'm, I'd like to do it now. Oh, you know another story I can't tell on the podcast where I had the opportunity to <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs>
1: well well we'll never know. hear that yeah well that's a story we'll never hear yeah we need a sub podcast we were just, we just i can't tell i
2: can't yeah i can't tell of of her feelings stories.
1: i think in the early days you would have just done it though as i appreciate the restraints so that i don't yeah. have to figure out like ah, oh, what can i what do i have to fucking take out of this to make this acceptable to put on the internet for public? a lot of times it's
2: because of like i can't tell because it's like i did something atrocious it's <laughs>
1: All right. Anyway, anyway. Speaking of atrocious things, we've got we've got eight stories to get through. So let, let's get moving on this. So, uh, so uh, in this paper, he's gonna go. Uh, he's getting some clues about where to find Inferno and Twisto, and he's gonna go on the prowl for them. Meanwhile, Inferno and Twister are having a falling out because Twisto uh, wants to split up the gang.
2: Well, uh, his reasoning is pretty good because they're 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 hiding out because they just robbed a bunch of banks. Right. Yeah, and Twisto and they like, are together. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And Twisto's like, yeah, they're stuck in this hideout together. There's no internet or TV, so they, you know, there's nothing to do but fight. Yeah. And Twisto's like, you know what? I can just change my face and leave. And so I'm going to do that. And Firebreath guy is like, what the hell? Who am I going to talk to? And so he flips out.
1: He tries to breathe fire on him and it doesn't work because apparently his fire only goes like eight inches.
2: And Twisto uses his amazing face-changing powers to kick him in the balls. <laughs> he
1: kicks him actually he kicks him in the stomach, but I thought that as well. Yes he does. I i I i
0: yeah. I know. It, it dude. Yeah, it's, I agree with Mike. All right. Well check
2: it out on the video and let us know because it's it's I don't know. Shay, you don't get a say in where the balls are. No, it's because like if he's gonna kick him in the stomach, Because, like, the way his leg's kicking, like, you're going to kick him in the balls pretty much no matter what you do. So, am I the only one here, as a kid, I'm not talking about as an adult, as a kid, did
1: you assume, and Shay, this doesn't apply to you, did you assume that the vagina
2: was in the front of the body? Oh, like... Oh, I see. Where the penis is. Oh, see. So you could just like, oh, yeah, that that would make sense. That's what I thought. That's what I
1: assumed till I was like 10 or whatever it was. Like a lower belly button. Yeah. And then you hide it between the legs. Like that's almost impossible to get to. Okay. Yeah. it just made a lot of sense to me. I just got some notes for God on his creation.
2: A uh, a few tweaks. I grew up around farms and stuff, so I knew where stuff was.
1: (laughs) It's the exact same anatomy. When (laughs) when you see
2: it enough times on different creatures, you're like, all right, all right. So it's going to be
0: lower than I think.
1: (laughs) Speaking of farm creatures, Twisto makes himself look like a pig. Yeah, all right, little pigman. So so he's heading out. He's like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm going to walk around. People are going to be looking for uh, Twisto, but uh, they're not going to be looking for this pig guy. So I'm fine.
2: And here the writer lets us know what he thinks of the police. Hmm.
1: Yeah, so the police aren't competent. They desperately want Steel Sterling, a total stranger. To uh, come and uh, help him out. By the way, I believe I read that Steel Sterling enjoyed being Steel Sterling so much. That wasn't his birth name. But he enjoys this whole Steel Sterling thing so much that he went, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to be Steel Sterling all the time. That's what and I he is.
2: Do. Yeah, that's what he is. Yeah. I love how one of the cops' his name is Looney.
0: How does he make money?
2: By taking yeah. money off the criminals he beats up
1: and and the the lieutenant here he's a lieutenant and his order is to pass around wanted circulars yep. that's his job yep. <laughs> so all right so his job is to walk around town and ask people if they've seen this this well, criminal
0: he also looks like a pig
1: he does i think the artist was struggling with non-pig centric faces it's well, like uh, that
0: twilight zone episode yeah <laughs> yeah it does look like that
1: yeah so uh, they're looking for this other criminal, Pig Pan Wood, who happens to look, unfortunately, exactly like Twisto's new face. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, the cops are like, "All right, well, let's go looking for this guy." All of a sudden, Steel Sterling, who apparently hasn't been checking in with the police lately because he's negging them, he's denising mm-hmm. them, he's using the dentist system on the
2: police. So uh, here he, uh, he does. He uh, tries. Uh, he like runs between them. And uh, yells, out, "Excuse me! Can anyone direct me to a cop?" And he's dressed like Pablo Picasso. Yes,
1: he's <laughs> dressed like a Frenchman with a cape and a beret. And Pablo uh, Picasso's Italian.
0: Because you know well, that'll yeah, make but he's, you blend in.
1: I know, but he is dressed. He's got a French beret. Is there an Italian beret? Can you get an Italian beret? I see a beret. I think French. I think Pablo
2: Picasso wore a beret, and he had that like painter's shirt with a little scarf. Well, probably, like how he probably dressed. Probably went to France to get that beret pretty sure if you have to imagine he's, he's trying to be pablo picasso that's his idea of blending in into the seedy <laughs> yes. underworld. yeah in a dress metropolis like dressed like pablo picasso with a purple cape <laughs> so he's
1: yes so he tells the cops hey look, look at here I, I look like picasso now and uh i'm going to catch uh inferno and twisto dressed like this i guess all right and they're like all right cool and so just as they're they're walking down the street,
2: uh, Twisto comes walking by, but again, he looks like Pig Pan Wood, mm-hmm. right? And the cop uh, recognized him because he was handing out flyers. Yeah,
1: so he recognizes him, he's handing out flyers, and so they they immediately head out in hot pursuit of Twisto disguised as Pig Pan Wood. Mm-hmm. And then when they catch up with Pig Pan Wood, he throws a knife at them, and at the same time, the cop shoots and kills Twisto, disguised as pig pan wood
2: well uh well first he throws his knife he uses his amazing face changing powers to also be a knife thrower right well, i don't know who pig pan wood is but whatever i'm gonna throw this knife at this fat ass p- cop
0: <laughs> as we uh, established so, uh
2: uh steel boy whatever the fuck his name is steel, steel Reserve, Sterling. yep steel sterling yep he catches uh the thrown knife and yep. as uh uh Twisto, Twisto is running away. The police officer shoots him in the back.
1: He shoots him in the back. And then when they uh, they they examine everything, uh, Steele Sterling says, no, no, no. He threw this knife. This is Twisto's knife. This is Twisto disguised as Pig Pan. So we want to keep this a secret and let people think that uh, Pig Pan is dead so that it'll lure Twisto
2: out. The, the cops are so confused, right? They know who yes. Twisto is. He's pulling on twisto's face to show like look it's twisto like you can move his face around and yeah. they're both just like can't wrap their brains around yeah. the but he looks like pig pan
1: <laughs> so uh yeah they, they shoot the guy it turns out to be the wrong guy and they proceed to cover
2: it up code of silence right yeah they murder a man and wrap right yep. open the street because <laughs> they suspect he looks like somebody
1: <laughs> and steel sterling says now i know you policemen don't feel comfortable covering up a wrongful killing and they all start laughing hysterically they're
2: like, man, they're, they're like, this is this is the 40s, brother. There's no evidence. <laughs> this is the main thing we like doing. This is the only way we can prevent anything from happening. <laughs> we just kill now and, and ask questions. There later. are no forensics. So Twisto is dead,
1: but everyone thinks Pig Pan Wood is dead. So Ping Pan, Pig Pan Wood hears this and
2: he's like, oh, well, this this works out great for me. I'm going to dress up like a rattlesnake. <laughs> So he puts on like a bulletproof outfit and he goes thinking like, all right, I'm going to go out and commit crimes and the cops will – because the cops now will shoot you in the back. He now knows this. I'll wear this bulletproof vest so if they shoot me in the back as I'm trying to escape, they won't murder me. And then he goes, and now I'm going to put on this terrifying snake costume. And And even though he's Pig Pan Woods, now he is – He's the rattler. He's the rattler, and he's going to go out and fight Spider Man because yes. he's an animal bad guy.
0: And he also has sharp <laughs> things on his hands.
1: He has yeah. sharp, he carries around hypodermic needles because he, I guess,
2: because he can't actually bite you. So he's just going to stab you full of Trent, I guess. So, like this guy, Pig Faced Man, <laughs> he already had hypodermic needles, a yes. chemistry set, and a snake to extract the venom from. Yep. Yes. yes. So he's already been all about snakes this whole time.
1: Yeah, he's been looking for an excuse to jump to a new gimmick.
2: Can you imagine you're a criminal, right? And you're all about snakes. You probably got a snake tattoo. And you're like, they're going to call me Snake. And then you're like, yeah, we're going to call you Pig Pan because your
0: face looks like
1: a
2: pig. (laughs) It's like, like, fuck. It's like when New Day wanted a new gimmick and they finally got him over. You can't pick
0: your own nickname.
2: Yeah. It's like when uh, George oh, a Costanza Seinfeld, wanted to yep. call called T-Bone. T-bone. <laughs> and they kept calling him different names. Coco. <laughs>
1: Coco. He ended up being Coco, yeah. So he had to show up with like a T-Bone stick. Yeah, that was great. Um, so anyway, so Steel Sterling goes to the cops and the cops say, oh, well, well, you know, you, you got quite a mission on your hands here, Steel Sterling. How are you going to clean up the city? And, and he says, like, I'm uh... going to
2: dress like a person who has slightly less money than me. <laughs> You know, in fairness, though, he seems to be a master of disguise. Right. Which is
1: really probably what he should be leaning on. Yeah. He's really good at this. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he dresses up like a hobo. And he has, uh, because we're seeing like even in the 1940s, we just had superheroes telling the cops what to do. Just giving them instructions.
2: Clearly better at the job, though. And here's this old police officer. He tells him to start shooting at him. He goes, I can do that. Definitely. Let me reload my gun.
1: After I just killed that other guy. Remember? When I killed that guy I wasn't supposed to kill? (laughs) Wink, wink, Uh (laughs) wink, wink, wink. (laughs) So, so, uh, Steel Sterling disguised as like a hobo. As uh, Matches Malone. He has, he basically is doing a matches Malone thing. Yeah. And he runs into this bar that I guess is known for hiding criminals. I, I just assumed
2: it was a normal bar and the bar is just like, yeah, fuck the cops. We don't care. Yeah. Fuck he's the like, hide yeah. here quick.
1: So he throws, he throws steel Sterling into a barrel and they do a whole act and pretend like he's a wanted criminal and the cop plays along and everything. And then the cop leaves. Mm-hmm. So and he, so uh,
2: the, the bartender lets him out of the barrel and he goes, Thanks for covering for me. He goes, No problem, dude. Fuck the yeah. police.
1: <laughs> and so Steel Sterling wants to he know He ain't no narc. He wants to know where Pig Pan Wood is. Uh, and in the back room, not Pig Pan Wood, but rather Inferno is listening into this whole thing, right? Right. Because he also
2: thinks Pig Pan Wood is dead.
1: He's not sure either way. He knows that Twisto looks like pig pan wood, so he's oh, not sure right. which he of them right is in dead. in front of him. Yeah, he he he's not sure. Really nuts. Yeah, he's not sure which of them is dead, so he's like, well, let me talk to this guy, not knowing it's Steel Sterling. He says, let yeah. me talk to this guy, and he can be my new partner. We'll be new, we'll be new partners because I need a new partner.
2: He goes, hey, can you change your face at all? He's <laughs> like, well, no. He goes, well, how are you going to, like... Stab guys with knives. <laughs> I'm wondering if I don't really understand why Steel
1: Sterling goes in with Inferno. I guess maybe he's assuming that Inferno knows if he know if Steel Sterling knows who Inferno is on site, then maybe he can help him find
2: Twisto is what he's thinking. Or maybe that he I think he's just making progress. Yeah, just any 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 criminal is a is a win, I guess. Yeah, hey, criminals talking to him. Because
1: Inferno only knows about uh, Twisto, but Steel Sterling knows that Twisto is dead, so Inferno can't leave him. Lead him to Pigpen Wood. They have no
2: connection. Right.
1: Well, why is it? So yeah, I but, guess. He's and, just, but he
2: only did that just so he can catch this guy. Uh, he's yeah, already so, there. He can just grab him.
0: <laughs> yeah, they just gave up on the other one. I think. What if he just it's a little but weird? Gets,
2: Steel, Steel Sterling got so lost in character <laughs> yes. that he is now going to be he's, Inferno's best friend.
1: He's the Daniel Day Lewis. Of uh, Golden Age Superheroes. He, like,
2: totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so here here like terrifying snake man and he is fucking horrific. Like, <laughs> he looks I, great. I can, like everybody he comes across like freaks <laughs> out and they are absolutely correct yeah. to do so.
1: <laughs> well this is an effective costume and he uses this to break into a bank I think.
2: Like and, uh, uh, Big Pan is now like he is who he's meant to be. These are <laughs> like, good like there's some good characters in this. There's some good ideas. Like It's so weird though like he wants to be a snake man because he's already he's much much bigger than the security guard. Yeah. And he has him yeah. in a chokehold. He could just put him to sleep or strangle him. Instead, he chooses to pull out the expensive venom gimmick they spend yes. all that time doing and just inject the first person he comes across.
1: He injects a security guard, leaves him with a snake, and then a Steel Sterling, disguised as a hobo, and Inferno come in. I'm I'm not really sure how they knew to show up, but they did, and uh, they show up and they investigate. And then the the snake tries to attack Steel Sterling, and Inferno of all people
2: dives in to save him. So, uh, the snake is supposed to be Pig Pan's calling card. How many fucking snakes has he got? Yeah, he must have a deal on snakes. I wonder if he was
1: already into snakes and then he had to get a bunch or if he already had a bunch of snakes and figured he should utilize them. You know, our,
2: in our head canon, he was already into snakes. Yeah, he was a big snake guy growing and up. And that would explain this, why yeah. he's got all this snake-related stuff ready to go. So
1: he's yeah. leaving a snake
2: at every scene of the crime? Jesus Christ. He was weird. waiting to do this... After someone pretended to be him and got killed.
0: Remember that movie, Willard? He's that but snakes.
2: Nope. No idea.
0: It's all about rats and how Crispin. Glo- well, the remake is Crispin Glover's friends with all the rats.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, appropriate casting.
1: Um, so, yeah, Steel Sterling starts fighting the Rattler because Inferno has been bitten by the snake. Mm-hmm. So now Steel Sterling is having a fight with the Rattler, but he's kind of got to pretend like he's just a normal guy because he could easily just kill the Rattler. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which he should have done,
2: really. Yes.
1: And eventually uh, Inferno comes up and he starts shooting his halitosis power at the Rattler and uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't seem to work on anyone. No. He keeps not, It's like it's not a great superpower because it's a small flame and it only seems to
2: go about eight inches out of his face. I think you can see Pigpan's face in the, in the costume mouth. because there are some perspectives where it looks like there's nobody in the costume.
1: <laughs> Which is interesting because it's the same way that the Grizzly wore his costume right. his where he would, would have be the, popping out you could absolutely see the grizzly's face as you can also see in nick caesar's art it, oh not my the gosh Rattler.
0: yeah it, you're right it is it is set yeah, up like an amusement it? park costume of where you can see through the mouth yeah yeah but there's nothing in there it looks like he has it on top
2: it, it looks like it should be like it's on top of his own head oh like how anarchy
1: used to that was the it, big reveal with anarchy because when they in- introduced him, he was just portrayed like, oh, this is an adult, a normal adult supervillain anti-hero character. And then when they found him, it was revealed he's actually a kid wearing like a head extension.
2: Nice. You know, nice and that's anarchy. how,
1: that was how anarchy worked out. Yeah. Yeah, that's that might be what he's doing. Because I don't think Pigpen Wood was very tall. So this makes him taller, you know?
2: Yeah, but look at how his body is. Yeah, he, he does look great. This is a,
1: it's a form-fitting costume, which I guess is just the thing.
2: The rhino it like did, it, a, the it did it? looks did like it? in one panel that Steel Sterling was upset that he sees a cool snake guy, so he puts on a shark's fin.
1: Does he have a shark fin on one? Of it? Oh, yeah, he does. The way, his coat, the way his coat lands, it looks like a shark He's like, fin. well, I want to yeah. always wanted to be a shark. <laughs> be his dorsal. His dorsal. We're all
0: doing this. <laughs> so... <laughs> Do so you guys, so, uh, when when, yeah. when uh, Connors became the lizard, do you think yeah. he lost his dick?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Well, he could
1: regrow it then, couldn't he? Does that yeah. count as a limb?
0: Well, but yeah. lizards don't have dicks, do they?
1: I don't know. They have to. How Let's else do they? Let's look up a Yeah, lizard do have lizards dicks. have dicks? Do lizards have penises? I'm going to be classy about it. Snakes and lizards have not just one, but two penises Good called god. hemipenes. Oh! Hemipenes. Oh my god, the hemipenes
2: are conquering the world. <laughs> wow. No wonder they multiply Today so quickly. Today,
0: I learned.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sharks are like that too. They have two penises.
0: I guess they just reside inside of them.
2: So, that's, so it's funny. Like, uh, Rattler, who uh, is a snake man, so he'd have two penises. Mm-hmm. And then Steel Sterling wanted to be a shark, which also has two penises. Wow. They're going to, yeah, they can take over the earth. They can repopulate the earth with their weird hybrids. Mm-hmm. I wonder if both penises work. I don't know. The ones I think like that a faux penis.
1: I think that would take more work. Oh, like a decoy penis in yeah, case someone bites penis. it off.
2: Yep. In case someone bites it off, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. When you're in a sketchy a sketchy hookup, or if someone has you by the penis, you can detach it like a lizard detaching its tail, and you that's can a, it scamper yeah. away.
1: Centipede legs, the same thing. They have all those extra mm-hmm. legs. They pull them right off.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so the rattler starts running uh, because he's already lost his decoy penis and he doesn't want to lose the second one. Mm-hmm. And so Steel Sterling decides to stay behind because he now, uh, he's now in love with Inferno, it Yeah, seems. they're now
2: best friends and they're <laughs> in love. No more Dora Cummings. So,
1: well, we're actually gonna see her again in a moment. And so he decides, all right, I've gotta, I've gotta save this guy. He's got deadly venom in his system, I gotta save him. So he, we see this scene where he says, ah, I I hope Dr. Cummings is in, and he runs over to a building, a house, that says Dr. Cummings, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty progressive. Uh,
2: the lady from earlier, it seems she's a doctor. No, not at all, it's her dad's house. You know, if he really wanted to save the guy, he'd, he he would have brought the snake with. Oh, yeah, to identify it. They can not now identify but you could make the anti-venom. Oh, the anti-venom.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good
2: good call. No, no, no. He didn't think about that. Steel Sterling doesn't give a fuck about nothing. He's well, uneducated. He, he
1: was still he was still deep in character as that stupid hobo.
2: He had a teacher that I was only thinking about those 3 months off.
1: <laughs> so Steel Sterling shows up and says, "Hey baby, uh, get your dad down here. He's a doctor, right?" She's and like, he, yep, I don't do nothing. I'm yep, waiting I for a man nothing. to marry me. <laughs> and uh, so they end up operating immediately, and they're able to
2: save Inferno. And here you see Adora is really upset that uh, they saved Inferno because clearly her boyfriend likes him better. Ah, shit. This is my yeah, last boy, chance. She she's just like, I'm going to have to live with my dad.
0: She hmm, can she's... slit that man's throat with her cheekbones. Jesus. And yeah, if she, she is
1: angry. Well, she's 24. She's on her way out. Right. Maybe hmm. she's steel
2: cheekbones.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. in fairness, in fairness, she just lost out on steel Sterling.
2: Look at this man. All right, with his rock hard steel dick. Oh no, I'm I'm sure Doug is gonna be a suitable replacement. Yeah, hopefully, this his, guy. It'd be great if his dick had rivets. Yeah. <laughs> riveted for her pleasure. Oh man. So uh,
1: he saves Inferno. I, I don't really know. He seems to think that Inferno saved him to be like a good guy, but I'm pretty sure Inferno just saved him because he was his business partner.
2: and He didn't want to have to do this alone to find another partner. And he was just like, hey, so uh, I'm, I've been stealing this whole time as well as your buddy but now I want to stay buddies and he's like I want to stay buddies too in fact I'm going to give up crime to stay your buddy and they're like let's shake on it
1: and you know what he did there was actual progress in this in, in future issues he became a
2: superhero you think Batman would have oh, hired cool. some of them guys
1: yeah well Batman doesn't Batman's not great at reforming his villains I would have hired a few yeah
2: well, he did. Riddler, he did. Number one would be Riddler. I'm higher than that motherfucker. I think he would resist. I don't well, think he Well, they end wants up working
0: to... together at some point in the future. Sometimes, Sometimes. or not in the future, like now.
1: But he he did recruit Clayface for quite some time. So, but I'm not sure. I don't think that ended. You know up. how
2: you'd get the Riddler? He would say, "Riddler, you're smarter than me on some stuff. I need you to help. I need your help." Riddler would be less... like. It would be, that's all I ever wanted to hear.
0: I know I read a story like that in Detective Comics. I'm almost certain it was written by Paul Dini. Like, I think that has essentially happened, Mike.
2: Because that's all you got to do, swallow pride and be like, it's right. like a c- normal continuity Batman is just like, I will never admit that you're I better d- than me Yeah, Batman exactly. Anyway.
1: They're both way too insecure about their intelligence. Nerd. So they cannot work together. Holding us back as a, as a species. Uh, Now we got to read about Lil
0: little Dickie in the Magic Forest.
1: Yes. So this is called uh, Dickie in the Magic Forest, and it says it's by L. Golden. However, the credit I find is that Dickie is written by a man named, I'm not making it up, uh, written by a man named Harry Shorten. (laughs) All right? Dickie Dickie Uh, created by Harry Shorten, art by Irv Novick. And you can laugh if you want, but I'll tell you this much. I'll I'll tell you this much. These two, Harry Shorten and Irv Novick, they created our buddy, The Shield. Oh, the Shield, way. the very the very first patriotic hero. You remember the Mighty Crusaders? Yeah, He yeah. shows just up later in the book. He does. He does. And we checked in them a couple of years ago, and they were also the original original basis for what would eventually become the Watchmen characters. So he couldn't get the rights to the Mighty Crusaders. So Alan Moore said, fuck it, and look to the Charlton characters instead and just retrofit his early ideas to fit those characters. So there may never have been any comedian had not been for Harry Shorten and Ir- Irv Novick. So... Let's have some respect for Dicky. Dickie and the, the Master
2: Forest is what I call it when I hook up with a hippie. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, this is story number two. Uh, the artwork is questionable here. Sketchy. Nah,
2: come on.
1: It's about a ten-year-old boy uh, who I guess goes around adventuring in mystical places. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think we can need to get. There's a lot of story here. I don't well, think at we one need point, to get he got a
2: it. magic bone, and once you break the bone. You can wish for whatever you want. And he wished for a modest home.
1: He wished... Yes, he's a very modest boy. He wished for a one-bedroom house.
0: Well, he also has this egg-headed man that works for him. I never understood who this man was. That guy looks
2: like me.
1: This was a continuing serial, so I think we would have had to read the previous issues, but apparently he acquired a man, hired him as his servant, and uh, they're hanging out, and uh, Lil Dicky
2: is showing oh, off... His servant? Well, I think it's just... Because they called him his domestic, so I just assume yes. he wifed him. I...
0: <laughs> yeah, he trailed off because he didn't know if they were boyfriend-girlfriend yet, but they would like been yeah. dating for a while. Maybe that's <laughs>
2: one of the wishes he got from the bone. To send him a waifu? bone. <laughs> She's like, I want a really tall dude to be my wife. Wow, Dicky's magic bone. So Dicky, I was starts smashing some windows, and his butler goes, Dickie, a hu- husband, what are you doing?" <laughs> he goes, well, "Shut it- the fuck up, bitch! Watch this!" And he <laughs> like, pulls out his magic watch and turns back time to before he broke the window.
1: You time i I would have my stream if i would have my stream deck ready we'd be hearing that right now Mm. uh so yeah he can turn back time with this uh with this watch and he's also got a broom that he can fly around on so apparently one time
2: he got kidnapped by a witch and the witch was was last issue was going to eat him and uh he he like distracted her and stole her broom and flew away
1: yeah he did and uh so he will now dickie wants to find out about his past he wants to find out about his dad and so he goes to like a sage who uh tells him oh yeah your dad uh he lives in the uh the, the he's a slave to the giant of como castle mm-hmm. so you gotta go
2: you go invade that place you can get him back right and the kid was like you knew all along where my dad was and you waited for me to ask like yeah i didn't think he care i didn't think it was that you big of a deal a shit. And he smokes his big, fat joint. You've got that modest house. What do you care? <laughs> well, you want uh, your dad... F- dads will just show up and fuck it all up for you. He has a bad... Re- yeah, oh, he's, he's got a tough... dad. Yeah, yeah. things went poorly with his father, sure. So he says, why would you want to hang out with your dad?
1: <laughs> he's making kind of a good point there. So, uh, so he says, all right, I'm going to head out to the forest... But before he can head out to the forest and go looking for his dad, the witch disguises herself. The witch that he stole all this shit from disguises herself and comes to his house looking for for a glass of tea and a piece of bread. And and Dicky, the idiot, lets her lets her in.
2: Right, never help anyone
1: never help anyone and we learned a lesson because she flies away with him on her magic broom and he, in a pretty metal moment, says, I'd rather die this way than in a boiling pot and jumps off the, uh, off, the off the broom, presumably to his death.
2: Luckily, she had, she was holding on to the, his detachable penis. Ah, shit.
1: <laughs> I wanted the real one.
2: He just, uh, you're
1: right. James...
0: got you by your dick, kitty. What, Cheryl? Uh... Uh, I wish you had your board because I, I feel like... Detachable penis could somehow be on there, even uh, if, it, even though you wouldn't have known the joke was coming up. It just seems yeah. like something well, that would have know. been
1: on there. Maybe in the maybe we'll put it in post. Uh, so he heads off, and uh, he, he encounters a variety of interesting things. He sees a a big open space uh, where he can't cross over, and he talks to this little guy, this little like six in, six inch dude in the weeds, and he says, uh, "It's just invisible ground; you can walk all over that." And sure enough, it is. And he's he like, does he's an idiot. Yeah, he treats he treats little Dick like an idiot for not knowing this. How
2: do you not know? And he yeah. got, and little Dicky comes across some shoes on a rock with a note. Who wrote this note? And that you know he must have just done it too, because that note would have blown away by now.
1: Yeah, it says the wearer of these slippers is the fastest runner and the highest jumper on earth, and so he puts them on and he starts running off to Como Castle, mm-hmm. uh, which is apparently another giant
2: penis in the distance. Like mm-hmm. it's very this is a very phallic adventure Mm -hmm. people were pretty repressed back then yeah and all they ever thought about was dicks and butts yeah so much has changed uh and so he finally meets up with his dad who's
1: laboring toiling out in the fields yeah but all
2: those all that laboring has given him a great physique
1: he looks fantastic he's got the uh ripped up loincloth which i'm thinking he probably ripped up for the effect because it looks pretty cool Uh, and, uh, he tells him, well, like, yeah, okay, yeah, save me, get me out of here, but, like, the giant has my, uh, has the keys. You're gonna have to go break in there and get the keys if you want to get me out of here. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's, I'd keep, I'd keep the keys if I were that giant.
0: Well, he also realizes that the Dickie is his son.
1: He finally realizes, oh, shit, Dickie is my son, simply because he just called him dad. And he's like, oh, yeah,
2: that makes sense. That seems yeah. like what I was doing 10 years ago. So uh, he goes into the giant's house and grabs the keys from his belt. But the giant catches him and then to gloat, sticks him from a window and just goes, uh, I just tell them, uh, you have the keys, go free him because he's got him high up in the air. But because he has the magic boots that he finally found, he goes, all right, I will. Fuck you. Ah shit! And that giant looks like an idiot. <laughs> well, you know what? They always re- portray giants as idiots in folklore. Always the giant stupid. Looks, looks like Dicky's wife.
1: Do you remember? Yes. <laughs> Do you remember how uh, how uh, Odysseus uh, tricked uh, the Cyclops in the Odyssey?
2: Uh, the, yes.
1: The nobody thing.
2: He just told him his name was no one, nobody. And yeah. uh, said his name was yeah. He said his name was no one, and when they blinded him. And they, they said, idiots. who did this
0: to you? And you said no, no one.
2: No one. Idiots. Yeah. Giants yeah. are idiots. Stupid. 6'3 mm-hmm. is the perfect height to be. <laughs> you well, know what? Was
0: the Cyclops a giant as well?
2: Yes. Yeah, okay. I think he was. They were yeah. the race of Gorgons. Because if he's
1: just a Cyclops, it's not very intimidating. That's less than a normal man. He's, he's like a normal man, but no
2: depth perception. Yeah. All the Gorgons look different. Oh.
1: We're learning a lot
2: about. They're all the today. children from the mother of monsters.
1: Oh. So uh, he goes and he frees his dad, and they head out running. And he's like, "I could out." Dicky thinks I could outrun the giant, but I can't leave father behind because he's a slow ass runner. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not finishing the Chicago Marathon
2: in three and a half hours. Already, his res- resenting his father. Yes, <laughs> this was a huge mistake. Where's your magic shoes, Dad? Put them on. I don't. <sighs> I don't have any. I'm a slave. Oh, oh. so you don't have any money cuz i i got to confess uh,
1: i kind of blew my one magic wish on a modest home.
2: Well, he's like, "Where are you so dad, where are you going to stay?"
1: <laughs> so you had a magic wish and you chose
2: a 3 bedroom house. So uh as they're escaping 3 room house. Yeah. Uh Dicky decides to to leave all the other slaves. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're just like, "You know what? We don't have time for all this shit. Let's just get out of here."
2: Like I got my dad, I'm good. And the giant who lives in the area is unaware of the invisible, the invisible path across the chasm.
1: Dude, you can make, make fun of that, but like, I don't know half the shit that goes on right outside my front door. Like, a, I
2: don't know what they're I'm doing in my neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah, you're mad about town. I know what's up.
1: There's a cool scene of uh, them running over the invisible ground. There's a panel where the, the slave dad is running over the invisible ground, and he kind of just looks like he's a... Uh, it looks like a Nike commercial. Yeah, he's just sorry, flying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Christ. Uh, so yeah, the giant doesn't uh, give it a chance. He's not going to do that's, that.
0: What
2: if that's how Christ ascended into heaven? That's crucifixion.
0: I think it looks like the music video to We're on a Road to Nowhere.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, Talking Heads Road to Nowhere. Good
1: stuff. Okay, I'm going to get that album cover tattooed on me. You With better. Little Creatures. How yeah. about
0: that?
2: What if we raise money for another charity and you'll get a tattoo of, of that album? That is an
1: extremely busy album cover. It would take hours. We'd have to raise up enough money to pay for it. Hey, man! If you can double, if you guys can double what we did—the twenty-four, twenty-five hundred dollars we did for ore—I'll get a giant Talking Heads mural on my back.
0: I'm not uh, donating to this one.
2: How about this? If you guys double it, I'll get the four twenty plus sixty-nine equals party time tattoo in my (laughs) box. Nice, but
1: no one will get the mighty mighty boss stones tattoo.
2: No, it's a line in the sand. No amount of money is worth.
1: No. All right. So uh, Dicky finds a whip that uh, they think is a snake on the tree, but it's actually a whip, and they use it to decapitate a, a giant alligator. Well, they creature. said it was
2: a magic whip, and they both know it's magic for reasons. Yeah, everything's magic in the woods. This story was like written by a child. Yeah, yeah, it's magical. And then he found a whip in a tree and whipped the dragon's head off.
0: Oh yeah! It starts with the biggest fucking cop out ever of where this forest has everything and anything.
2: Cool. I want to go to that forest. I want to see what the problem is here. Pa- that's like Pavlov's forest.
1: So they head back to. Uh, they, I think you're no, thinking of Schrodinger. right. you're Schrodinger's. You're thinking of Schrodinger's forest. There we yeah. go. God, I'm, I'm leaving it fucking in.
2: Fucking moron, leaving
1: it in. No, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, the spirit
2: of the joke was
1: there. <laughs> yeah. So they, <laughs> we were there in spirit. So they make it back to the house and uh they tell the servant like uh you know one, one of us is gonna have
2: to move out this place so, is a so little, like he, he brings his dad home and, he, and he introduce, introduces him to the guy living there he goes what are you doing with my son he's nine years old that is my wife i wish age, age of consent at that what time. <laughs>
1: So they tell him like, "Hey man, uh, I used your stopwatch to try and turn back time to before the witch attacked you, and it didn't work." And he goes, "Well, it's because you're not the—you didn't find it. Only the person who found it can use it. Although he found it from when Dicky left it behind. I don't understand." He goes,
2: Whatever. "Oh, sorry, it only works for big dick cool guys." <laughs> so uh, Dicky
1: uses his big dick energy to turn back time to right before the witch uh, showed yep. up.
2: So and then all three of them beat the shit out of that witch. <laughs> they murder the witch. And then they have a nice brunch, and that's the end. If you don't read the text, it looks like they killed and ate the witch.
0: It does.
1: <laughs> yes, she just turns into ashes and disappears. But then the next panel, I
0: think she just commits nice suicide. Tea. Essentially, right? That seems to be the implication. She met, that she, she, she
2: thinks, like, I found that boy, and I found out where he lives. I'm gonna get my broom back, and she opens the door, and they immediately beat the shit out of her. So
1: she was attacked. She's a magical witch. She is attacked by a ten year old boy, uh, a dullard, and a, and a middle aged man who has not been able to run for years because he's been in slavery and rather than fight back against these three she decides to just kill herself
2: it looks like they hold her arms back as the kid punches her in the stomach oh honestly that's kind of what it is yeah get her dad (laughs) nice Uh, they both run up and the first thing they do is they kick out her knees oddly enough I have a story like that that I shouldn't tell
1: (laughs)
0: Alright. <laughs> Good. Where a kid beat the shit out of a grandma?
2: Not a grandma, but uh <laughs> a kid. Uh, she, well, I don't know. I don't know how many kids her children had. <laughs> All right. Um
1: moving on to story three. It's Nevada Jones, Quick Trigger Man. It doesn't have a title. It's also written by Harry Shorten. I don't have any art credits. Um I think we can skip through this one pretty quickly. Harry Shorten my dick. Yeah, yeah, let's shorten this story, is what I say. Uh, yeah, it's also vaguely, uh, vaguely racist. So no, it's not.
0: On yes, well, it is. There's this dude. You Nevada. can be,
2: you can be just a weirdo from Mexico. A stereotype. Mexico has the same amount of weirdos we have. He just happens to be partners with one.
1: This is Nevada Jones. He's like a Lone Ranger character, but his Tonto is a stereotypical Mexican dude. It's with not
2: a... stereotypical. He call... he refers to it's... himself in the third person. That's it's not still stereotypical. stereotypical. <laughs> That's a unique character trait. His
0: I thought it was sombrero. more the, the writing itself and how they spelled out things phonetically and had him only speak and, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, his English isn't great, but his name is Little Joe Thunder and I love him.
1: <laughs> All right, that's the key takeaway there. Basically what happens here is uh, they're riding right the countryside and they see some uh, banditos uh, who are assaulting a woman. They're trying to take her, her money and it turns out that she is delivering the payroll for a rancher named Jim Creep. Mm-hmm. uh apparently Jim creep thinks nobody would suspect a girl carrying that much money but these bandits intercepted her they want the money
2: yeah I assume Jim creep would end up being the bad guy <laughs>
1: yeah and he is so uh what's his name Nevada Jones he uh, takes the money he hides it and then he sets off on his plan he has a uh, little Joe what is it yeah little Joe go off and do something uh he's gonna we're gonna reveal that
2: later the I'm need you to, refer to of his full name
1: little joe thunder
2: yeah little okay. joe
1: thunder i can i can go with that i can go with that
2: who should have been the main character because this lone ranger ripoff guy can't see shit yeah out of his he mask. sucks
1: they, he's, he tells little joe thunder hey man uh i need you to go over there and go over that wall and get help and i'll cover you so that nobody will shoot at you while you're climbing that wall and he starts climbing the wall and of course the bandits immediately start shooting him
2: Little Joe Thunder has the is the biggest purplest sombrero you've ever seen. Pointless,
1: pointless, absolutely pointless.
2: It's not even shaped like a normal sombrero. Like the yeah. like the middle part, you know, is so high up in the air. Stupid uh so uh eventually this
1: actually gets quick draw nevada it's not his name nevada jones it gets him caught by the bad guys look another zip sound effect in the background yep they're just things are zipping all over only
2: only we notice
1: yep and the banditos uh abduct nevada and they abduct this
2: girl Mm -hmm. and And they're like they're tied up in their basement and they start ripping off her dress and poking her with hot pokers and she's trying to pretend that she doesn't fucking love it. Yeah. Well she's dressed in a Christ, she's, Mike. She's having the thrill of her life.
1: She's in a short red dress. Oh my goodness. She's like, um, oh uh, no. Uh.
2: She's like, oh no, don't do that. <laughs> well have you ever I seen don't like, like, like the little this joke.
1: the little taser the little taser bits. Like they're not it's not a hot poker, but it is a little taser that's designed for sexual stimulation. She, people had kinks back then. Yeah, so uh they say like well where's the money and they refuse to tell them where the money she is. knows
2: but she's just telling she's them not no, gonna say anything yeah she yeah wants to get hit with that poker a few more times so one of the
1: banditos says hey there's a there's a posse coming up the trail i guess little joe thunder must have called somebody to come uh to come save him so we gotta go we gotta do, go do something to uh to head him off at of the trail and here we
2: see uh nevada jones's head is preposterous
1: Yes, so he wears a full like skull cap. Uh, like a, He wears like a Lone Ranger, it seems to be a Lone Ranger mask, but it's actually a full skull cap that covers his stupid head. So and are the eyes head.
2: like painted on it?
1: It looks like that, doesn't it? I'm assuming because they're little where slits. Where are his
2: eyes on his head? He's worried that if he made the eye slits any bigger, people would identify him. It's like he's Homer Simpson at jury duty. He's <laughs> painted a fake his glasses. eyes on his glasses. <laughs> so
1: uh, they decide, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take this lady... Uh, we're gonna step up the torture a notch, and we're gonna load her up on this uh, buckboard with dynamite, send it off to the sheriff.
2: We're gonna blow the whole thing up. She's like, "I've never been more excited in my entire this is life. The be- This is the best way to go out for me. This is exactly what I've been this hoping is some for. Some
0: Roxy Rocket shit. Yeah, that's who I'm imagining.
2: I'm yeah. imagining Roxy Rocket from that Batman cartoon. Yeah. where she like, where she had the orgasm on yeah. the rocket before she was about to die? That inappropriate episode. Dude, I love that. That Uh, awoken something in me. (laughs) You know what's funny? And like when I became like 20, I dated a girl named Roxy for that reason. (laughs) Went looking for Roxy. Went on Roxy patrol. And she was crazy. It was fantastic.
1: So uh, Nevada Jones uses the hot poker thing to get his ropes out. And he goes and he frees himself. And he starts shooting people. And he steals a horse. Or no, he gets his own horse back. A lot of shooting. And a lot of shooting. He gets his own horse back. He heads down there. He uh, jumps on the buckboard. He saves the lady, much to her disappointment, her secret disappointment.
2: Right. And uh, she's like, "Don't be scared." She's like, "I'm not scared. Uh, I'm never fucking scared. I'm ready to die." Uh, she grabs that horse and immediately runs back to the gangster's hideout <laughs> where they go poker some more with the hop poker.
1: <laughs> so uh, the 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 buckboard goes over the cliff and explodes. He rescues her, and then uh, the sheriff arrests the bad guys. Uh, And then Little Joe Thunder throws a rock at the last guy. I guess smashing his brain, smashed his brain in. And then uh, they tell the sheriff, "Yeah, here's the deal. Uh, Jim Creep, the Ramp Rancher, he was actually engineering this whole thing, and he hired banditos to steal the payroll uh, on his behalf." He's like, "Hey, uh,
2: this is I'm on his payroll too," and shoots him. (laughs) Well, it's a very small community. The sheriff, Them, them sheriffs weren't. That's all they got. Stuff.
1: Yeah, they were, they were getting paid like a dollar a week. What are you going to yeah, do? Right. So, okay, moving on to story four. This is Red Reagan of the Homicide Squad in the case of the Statues of Death, also written by Harry Shorten with art by Robert Pius.
0: And just happening to uh, predict Reagan in the future?
1: Yeah, and his love of the Reds. Uh,
2: Red Reagan is like normal Reagan. Uh, he wants. Uh, he wants to destroy unions, but he's not going to get fucked because he has red hair.
1: Yeah. Uh, and in the splash page, we have this statue that's come to life and it's thrown an axe into the skull of a man. Yep, and it Bruce is graphic. Is
0: graphic. It this is pretty... comic book is graphic. Dude, not the, Golden Age, the
1: Comics Code Authority. There was no Comics Code Authority yet. Yeah, but back this before people why... had their hands
2: held yep, by big this... daddy government.
1: By Joe Biden, who may not have been alive yet, who wasn't alive yet, I don't think.
2: That's right. But no still. Joe, Joe Biden is is playing uh the police officer in this panel here, this half panel. Uh Joe Biden. Sh- oh yeah. The the, <laughs> the uh
1: yeah, the uh, police officer is completely over this. So, all right, this statue What is- murders? <laughs> this statue <laughs> this statue has come to life and it's uh robbed this mansion and it's killed the people who live there and so the butler sees this and he calls the police and says hey there's been a murder and uh the guy on the other end uh, the police station he goes more murders i'm so sick of this job He's like, i
2: was planning on going home later oh Shit! I gotta go coach my kids' little league game. Uh, I, was, I was like, you know what? Fuck this! Just get Red Reagan on this. Get him. They send the, the shit. cops and they just um, they just arrest the butler because he was there with the bodies. Because there's <laughs> <Yeah>. no forensics. <laughs>
1: yes, there's no evidence whatsoever. So, uh, must they have been to... you.
2: <laughs> <They talked> to... <laughs>
1: They get Red Reagan on the case, and Red Reagan is hanging out in the homicide
2: lab with a sexy lady named Bertie Randolph. Yeah, who he hired so he could have sex with her. It's the only way women will talk to him because he has red hair. <laughs> he has red hair.
1: So he's talking to her, and then he, he awkwardly tries to ask her out on a date, uh, but before he can get there, this other police officer says comes in. He says, hey, knock it off, Red. You ain't getting shit. Get back and, uh, to work.
2: When he's asking her, she's noticing the 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 gross freckles on the on his hands, and she's like, "Oh,
1: <sighs> 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 uh, Which HR? is funny there's a hot redhead later on in the book, but it's a woman.
2: That's so it's okay. As we yeah, know. that's so
1: it works. Yeah, I know you don't have to tell me. Uh, so yeah, they say like, no, James,
2: "Listen, you don't have to tell me." <laughs>
1: You were resistant to the idea that redheads could be attractive even when they were women. Well, You're women are attractive for for in
2: general. It's really bizarre how attractive they are. Like, you have to really not be trying to be an attractive yeah. woman. Yeah, it's really like 90% it. of women are attractive. Yeah, they really are. Uh,
1: and so the chief, uh, says, listen, I don't want to do this. So why don't you go investigate all these murders that have been happening? All these statue murders, right? He's like, really?
2: Like, like, like my son, Ronald Reagan, I'm I'm, I'm trying to smash this policeman's union.
1: I guess the, the the statues have gone missing uh, during all these murders. So is this Ronald uh,
2: Reagan? St- Ronald Reagan though would be about this sure. age, right? He was old enough to serve in World War II. Uh, yeah.
1: what was he like? Seventy in like nineteen so yeah. eighty. So he was born in probably like nineteen
2: ten. Of the Greatest Generation.
1: He would have been like thirty at this time, right? So he could play Red Reagan. Yeah, he could have been. He actually would have been a little on the old side for World War II. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Somebody do some Reagan math, some Reaganomics on that and figure it out
2: for us. Uh, I think think Reaganomics have gotten us into enough trouble.
1: (laughs) So, uh, so Red Reagan starts uh, going out to investigate And the woman is like, uh, hey, uh, this will be our date. We'll go look at murders because I'm into that.
2: Ah, another. This guy, the guy who's writing this comic, he definitely has a type for feisty broads. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so he also does me. Yes. So, they go to this mansion and they're investigating. And they're like, yeah, the statue is gone. The valuables are gone. And they investigate the body and they look at some uh, some uh, flesh underneath the dead woman's fingernails, and they're like, yeah, this is, this is human flesh under here. What's going on, you know?
2: You guys introduced me to a short, sporty chick who's always pissed off, and you will see me be smitten. Yeah, po- mm-hmm. or posh spice,
1: maybe? She's always angry. She was always pissed off about something. She got into it with Jon Stewart on smile. The Daily Show once.
2: Just something I don't have to worry about.
1: Yeah, she can take handle care of their
2: own life. Yeah, she's got one of those twisto knives, dude. Like I've dated girls that are like kind of helpless, and you're just worried about them constantly. Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. I've
1: also been that guy who was who was uh, helpless entirely. Probably helpless. that guy right now. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, so Red's like, okay, I got an idea. Here's the thing. Uh, the guy uh who bought this statue was murdered, but his buddy also bought a similar statue. I'm gonna go check in on, on that guy, see what's going on. So he goes over to that guy's house, and sure enough, damned if that statue hasn't come to life and is trying to kill that guy. Dang. How is the statue yeah.
2: coming to life, though? Oh, they tell us.
0: Oh, no, They just of. only tell us how they became statues. They don't yeah. explain why they are coming back to life and why they are killing people.
1: Yeah. So uh, Red Reagan intercepts us. He manages to save the guy. He gets in a fight with the statue guy. He first tries to knock the statue guy out, but when it doesn't work, he realizes, oh, yeah, I have a gun. I'm authorized to just kill people, and he does. Yep, just, just shoots them. Just shoots the statue like he should have done in the first place. Of course, that kills the statue. I, I guess, because it is flesh, I guess. He shot him in the
2: statue's heart?
1: Yeah, yeah. Statues have hearts. You can't make a statue without giving it a human heart that beats inside. You have to. It's the law. That's, the, that's how art works. So, Red Reagan decides to go talk to Nino Grizzani, who is the sculptor. Of the statues that these uh, rich people have been buying, right? mm. and he's got his—he's got himself a nice mansion too. And he goes inside, he sneaks in the mansion,
2: and he sees tons of these statues everywhere. But before he does anything, uh, he gets a gun pointed at his back, and then he proceeds to beat the shit out of three guys with guns. Yep. Yeah, I don't think this is really the way you handle having a gun against your back. He says, "Oh boy, I sure wasn't napping that time, but so were you this time." And turns around, punches him in the face, knocking over three guys. Yes. and then he goes says have yourself a somersault chum and chucks a dude it's a none of the fight haymaker.
0: physics makes sense it is pure comic book physics well what he does from
2: what i'm seeing from the motion lines here he grabs the guy in the brown the guy the guy in the brown shirt must have been laying face down he grabs him by his belt loop and the back of uh the the back of his neck from like where his jacket is and swings him up and over his own head, throwing him behind him against a wall. But then that same brown suit guy no sells it and grabs a chair and cracks him in the back of the head. Yep. And uh, so
1: then uh, when Ray Reagan wakes up from this, he's strapped to uh, he's strapped to a wooden bed uh, by what's his name, Nino Grazzini, the sculptor, who turns out to be a mad scientist, actually. Of course. Yep, and so he's like, Yeah, uh you figured it out. Uh you called the police, they're gonna come, but I'm gonna turn you into one of my statues that does my bidding somehow. Right? And that's what he's been doing. He's been uh he's been turning human beings into statues and then somehow they uh they come alive at the right time and they uh loot these houses. But why do they have to kill the people in the houses?
0: Yeah, just wait till they go to sleep, rock the shape. shit out
1: of them, and then
2: get leave open the door. Maybe he's a murderer. He just likes murder. Some people just like murder. Have a but monocle. he's not
0: doing the murders.
2: Mm. What's the point of a monocle? Oh, one eye is worse than the other. Was that com- is that common?
0: Uh, what's
1: the point of monocles? I guess let's see. What's the point? What's the deal with monocles? <laughs> point of a it's monocle. It's just really
2: like both your eyes are bad, but you're only going to do like one at a time.
1: Uh, correct any visual deformities of one eye and is easy to carry and store in the top pocket. Yeah. Right. I guess you don't I see those anymore. Just, you don't, because I guess now you could get like a if you only needed one eye corrected, you just get a dummy frame in the other eye.
2: Yeah, that'd be a took... pain. In the, the monocle will yeah. be a pain in the ass. You always gotta keep your eye kind of like you pay, like part of your face kind of smooshed to keep yeah. you hold it hold in place.
1: Due in large part to advances in optometry, which allow so they've only they've mainly gone away now because of advances in optometry, which allow for better measurement of refractive error, so that glasses and contact lenses can be prescribed with different strengths in each eye so I, I, that's baffling to me why couldn't so we could get one eye right or we could get the other eye
2: right but we couldn't get both of them right at the same time well i mean can which just get, have two monocles made at that point and then connect them and then
1: you connect them and then you just have glasses yeah then
2: you have glasses
1: apparently that was not within the realm of uh but they,
2: no they had glasses though
1: it, so yeah, then why if then so that would suggest that you would only have a monocle if you have an issue with one eye, but in which case, why don't you just get a pair of glasses and there's just glass in the other you know, there's no Well, lens. Maybe
0: it's just that you can't read. Like you only need it for reading, and you're a fancy man. Mm-hmm. And so you oh, don't necessarily oh, need both eyes if you're bit. gonna read the menu or look at a sign or something.
2: Maybe I should try being a fancy man more. I think it's time. We're all gonna fancy about nothing.
0: What would you wear, yeah. Mike?
2: A monocle,
1: <laughs> yeah, top hat, tails. You know, there's lots of things, lots of fun things you can wear.
2: I could have a variety of sweaters for different occasions. Yeah, that could. What I could have a. I could have a dinner outfit. I could change outfits for different meals. I could do yeah. that.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what normal people do. Is they have different outfits for different tasks. They don't just have black jeans for everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm yeah. at, Well, I'm all I mostly do is go to work. Yeah, so having black jeans and a black shirt makes sense.
1: I'll get you some grays. We'll, we'll gradually ease you into color.
2: It's gonna take a while. We'll get oh damn! I wish I could make a joke. All right, moving on.
1: <laughs> oh shit! Oh oh, a very off-color joke. <laughs>
0: Speaking <laughs> of, Lord, this fucking episode. Uh, no, that I, been I, good.
1: I applaud the restraint. Yeah, uh, I'm growing. So, so uh, so at the last minute, the cops show up, and this lady, this brassy dame, shows up with a gun. And uh, shoots the, the mad scientist Sculptor Man.
2: Yeah, she and shoots the dead, and then she's arrested. And then
1: uh, in the last panel, yes, yes, for female hysteria,
2: of course. In the I last mean, the panel, cops see what he's about to do. He's about to stab Ronald Reagan.
1: Yeah, yeah. So in the last panel, Red Reagan is very excitedly telling the police chief what happened and everything. And this police chief is so sleepy. He, want, he does not care at all. He's ready to go home. He's ready to put on his nice slippers and get his nine and a half hours of sleep.
2: Red Reagan is like what people in South America are call Ronald Reagan. And that's the end of that story.
1: And then we get into, I'm going to say the worst story in the book, uh, story five. It's called War Eagles, The Devil's Flying Twins, written again by our buddy Harry Shorten. Although it says Ed Small or Smalley Jr. So maybe that's the artist or a pseudonym. Maybe he just drew that plane. Yeah, I just drew this one plane to to start off the story. This story and, also uh,
2: was written by a child. Planes, airplanes.
1: Yeah, this is one I think we can breeze through. Uh, basically, there's two guys, Tim and Tom Shane, and uh, they are in the Air Force, and uh, they claim to be brothers uh, to get into the military, but I think they're actually just married. Yep, they're gay together. Is. They were gay in the military photos do of
2: it. of gay couples.
1: Yeah, the yeah guys with their friends. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my yeah, that's my my. I like friend. those. I like yeah. those
2: really old. was really old uh, photos of gay, gay, and lesbian people.
1: Being having to be being gay back in the day was some brave
2: shit. What if that they took, just tell us that that it was hard? Yeah, what and it was, it was actually wasn't? super accepted. <laughs> what if it's just like no one taught? No one thought about it.
0: No, everyone. I think they were thinking, I think everyone, they were thinking about I think, it. Yeah, they thought about it, Mike. You, know, did you ever watch the movie
2: Cruisin' starring Al Pacino? No, but no. we bring it up from time to time. So in that movie, there are a shit ton of extremely open gay guys throughout mm. that whole movie. And I'm just like, it seems to think like there's always been gay people in like very high numbers yeah, there's always been a lot of gay people. It's just they weren't—they were gonna get killed if they told anybody. I think there was like a good ten years of that, and I think I think someone at some point, some televangelist, like made it a big deal. And back then, no one even thought about it. I, I don't know, man. Back then, they I, were called confirmed bachelors. I think you're you're delving into some difficult territory. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I just terrible. want. Pe- maybe I just want to uh, imagine that. People believe that are, things were better, a lot cooler, or better than they. And people say they are.
1: Well, in fairness, they're better now. Like that says something. We've made so much progress in a relatively small amount of time. That's yeah, but something. they're dumber now. No, I think people are smarter now. But the dumb people are dumber than ever. But I think, <laughs> on the whole, on the average, we've raised the average. <laughs> I
0: think that's because with the internet, it's almost like you have to fight to be dumb.
2: Yeah, uh, I want a Dark Side's Couch shirt that says, Dark Side's Couch, the dumb people are dumber than ever. <laughs> They're dumber than ever, but the smart people are spreading. I
1: really believe I that know. on average. I on the average, smart people
2: are weaker than ever, though. Wh-
1: wh- wh- they, do say do that need- they do
2: say there's less testosterone every generation. Who
1: cares? Do you need to fight a lion? Like, who I cares? I want all
2: the testosterone. I want Brock Lesnar levels of testosterone running That's- through my veins.
1: Yeah, but it's not pro- for for what purpose? It doesn't it doesn't help so you, like you anything. Stronger and stronger. For what?
2: For what do you got to fight? Ego. <laughs> Why that's else a, would I want that? It's not a deep insecurity. And <laughs> it'd be insecure if I didn't admit it. Yeah, well, I'm just <laughs> letting you know what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like that lady in the western. I got weird kinks. Yeah. Part of my that's... kinks is that I'm the biggest and the strongest, and no one can beat me up. It's not like I don't want it too, but. Of course you do. All right. Of course. Anyway, okay. Who We're turns turn... down testosterone?
1: I don't want to be stuck on this story any longer than we have to be. So in this story, uh, these two guys, Tim and Tom, Shane, uh, they have to go check out the situation because they've been uh, sending sending dudes out and they're not coming back and they need to go figure out what's going on. Why aren't they coming back? They're like, right? wait
2: a minute. You know what's going on? World War II is happening. That's why they're not coming back. They're what dying shady... in this war. Or, or they left and uh, didn't want to go back to war. And just said, <laughs> they flew away. Fuck they gave the plane and goes. All right, go to this place and yeah. fight the Italians. Like, go somewhere right. neutral, and then <laughs> they just fly away. Go to fucking go to the opposite direction. You go to Switzerland. Fuck like, this. We can't afford to lose any more planes, guys. <laughs> All right, before we send you on this mission, are you just gonna leave? <laughs> you have to promise you're not gonna leave. No. <laughs>
1: You're not going to just use the plane to get out of your war-torn country.
2: (laughs) Are you just going to fly away in the plane we're going to give you? Uh, No, I'm going to go fight the
1: Italians. No, I'm going to fight and probably die for my country. Greatest generation, though. For real. You know what? That's what I'm told by Tom Hanks. (laughs) I think you're thinking of Tom Brokaw. Tom Hanks is a big World War II guy as well. He's a big... That's a big... uh, Tom Hanks is big on World War II... Uh, or you know, war history, and he's also big on space. And so one time he went on Conan O'Brien and they commissioned a gift for him and Conan gave him a painting of astronauts landing at Normandy. (laughs) And so it's just all these astronauts pulling themselves out of the water to land on the beaches. It was pretty sweet. Um, So anyway, Tim and Tom Shane, they go investigate and they're attacked by a bunch of Italian ships and they get into a dogfight with them. So uh, they end up getting shot down. And they get uh, taken prisoner. And it turns out that, yeah, the enemy is... Uh, they're setting up some sort of base, you know? And uh, they've been uh, stealing these dudes. They've been abducting these guys because they keep almost finding the base and almost blowing their cover.
2: When you said dogfight, you can imagine what I thought. A f- a literal, literal, I dogs thought literal dogs fighting? Literal yeah. dogs fighting. Yeah.
1: No, I think that's the term for uh, a is. fight, fight with planes. Child. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh, dogs. <laughs> uh, So... Tim and Tom Shane are like, all right. Well, here's what the thing we're gonna do. We're gonna Tim we're gonna Tom we're gonna uh, steal away on this truck, and then we're gonna go steal a plane, and, and then we're, we're gonna, gonna fly away out away from this war.
2: <laughs> it was, like, you know what? Yeah. Surely the war won't be decided on two guys. So let's just leave. Uh yeah. Well, they are the star of the, of the comic, so yeah, it is. Oh no, that's our names up there. Fuck. Yeah, they're the guys who hold back Hitler's arms while a child yeah. punches them in the stomach.
1: So they steal a plane and they fly away and uh they actually radio back to headquarters and they're at the they radio to the british air base and they're like hey uh here's what's going on the enemy they're setting Boy, up this uh, space <laughs> they couldn't understand because they didn't have really deep cockney accents
2: they all have cockney accents and no one could understand yeah, each other no
1: one well no one could understand what tim and tom were saying
2: they're like what the hell what does bruv mean speaking the he queens over calling there. me bruv Uh,
1: and so anyway, uh, they're going to send a British fleet out to rescue them. So, uh, Tim and Tom Shane, they don't have enough fuel in their, in their jet. So, uh, rather than land it, they're just going to run it until it just crashes, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess they could, it clearly has landing gear. It has landing gear, but they're like, don't want to waste any fuel.
0: Nah, it's, it's a, it's a bad people plane. They just, they're going to just destroy it. Yeah, Look fuck at
2: this, it. The, the shitty engineering of these Italians.
1: <laughs> these stupid Italian planes. They'll never make a quality automobile. S-
2: stick to your pizzas, even though even we do that better. Yeah. So they crash the plane,
1: and then they see some planes come by, and they think they're rescue planes, but actually it's just more Italians coming to shoot them.
2: Yeah, and, they're, and the Italians drop bombs on them, and they're killed.
1: But actually, one of them is uh, just uh, Steele Sterling dressed up like Pablo Picasso. Yep. That's
2: all Completely that in character. Yeah, he still... forgot what he was doing. Now <laughs> he thinks he's an Italian, he Italian, an Italian painter turned uh, airplane bomber yep. guy. <laughs>
1: he really cares about his missions. Uh, so then the British come in and they take over, as you would naturally imagine. They bomb everything that the Italians had built. And, and uh, they won the war. And then they tell Tim and Tom Shane, hey, good news. You guys are heroes. You get to go to England and do more work. And they mm. love it. And they're like, fuck yeah, more work in when a foreign land. When did the Italians land.
2: surrender? Damn, we yeah, only hear I about Germany it. and Japan. We never hear about when the Italians surrendered.
1: When did Italy surrender World War II? 43, September 8th, 1943. Wow. Now
2: we love them. You know what's funny though? We give Germany a lot of shit to this day about that. We all the jokes are about Germans, right? But we don't talk about the Italians. I mean, they did all that stuff too. They did. I don't know. We kind of we kind of let them
1: both off the hook. I don't think anybody's holding. I think that Italian. I, I do want to know why the Italians had better food. They did have better.
0: Food. Well, and we also make fun of the mafia a lot. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there is you know what? There's a there's an Italian defamation league. I don't think there's a German defamation
2: league, in fairness. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, well that cause they know.
1: Maybe they're just more sensitive. Maybe they're the Italians just like, are just
2: well, we deserve to be defamated, I guess. Yeah,
1: we a we'll deserve a little defamation.
2: We'll take another hundred years of defamation, all right.
1: Uh then we've got this really uh forgettable one. Story number six, Captain Valor, written by Harry Shorten again. No art credits, and uh, I guess Captain Valor, Captain Valor is uh, the captain of the Funny Face Gang, where even the horses have funny faces. Yeah, look at they're all these silly.
2: You got to look at the. Yeah, you got to see this on the video of all. Everybody has a goofy face here. They're having yeah. a good time. That horse. Uh, and, uh, yeah. and Captain Valor is played by Red Reagan.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what? It's the ginger. same guy. Yeah, it's the same guy, Captain Valor. Except he has like a milk mustache on his bottom lip. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right.
2: You're right. I didn't know. I thought that was supposed to be like his mouth was open and they just didn't how to draw on his teeth lines.
1: Maybe his lips were just very cold.
2: Yeah, right. I think they just
1: forgot to color them.
2: I think Mm. he is having a herpes outbreak and he put that real shiny, extra noticeable cold sore shit on You
1: know, Uh, I was going to make the herpes joke, but I was like, Mike and Shay are going to give me shit that that's not what herpes look like. And I don't even feel like it is
2: after you put
0: all that goop on it
2: to make it go away.
0: I've never had Yeah, that's the difference. It's the goop.
2: I read somewhere that human immune system is getting better and better at suppressing uh, the virus to the point where we're going to be basically immune to it. Oh, nice. Like or, we spread it around so much. Well,
1: once we all have it, who cares?
2: Yeah. Well, you know? I you mean, eventually it'll just become part of our genetic structure. Like, like ancient viruses that are now part of our DNA.
1: Yeah i don't really uh this is kind of a confusing story i guess we're definitely stepping in in the middle of some shit that was going down from previous yeah issues i here.
0: could not follow this yeah, story I
1: didn't try so yeah captain valor so captain valor apparently has a whole cadre of friends but right now he's just hanging out with ronnie his, his little boy toy right and somewhere along the line they picked up a woman named dallas who is an adventurous ex-showgirl and redhead mm-hmm. and uh she is
2: uh she's a sexy well, she, sexy babe they
0: just killed her ex-boyfriend Something or, like that. or the man kidnapped her, or yeah, something like that. They also
2: have a Russian best friend who abandoned his wife, and she tracked him down.
0: now no, yes. he was he was a bad guy that they captured.
2: Yeah, Nicholas. Oh, I thought they liked him. No, well, no, they don't like him, but they're gonna
1: they're gonna utilize him.
2: But yeah, I, I, I thought it seemed like he was their buddy.
1: Nope, nope, nope. Well, they kind of become buddies. Uh, their enemies were Tanya, Queen of the Pirates, and Nicholas, who's a cannoneer of the Russian Imperial Army. And so they are captured in the brig, uh, and they're trying to convince this, uh, I guess, Nicholas's mama, Nicholas's mother. No, his
2: wife. See, oh. this
1: is really confusing because he calls her mama. I know, but, but also... like,
2: uh, it's like, mother, it's like you know, calling your wife mother. Or old lady. Call your yeah. call your wife old lady. Yeah, uh, yeah it okay.
0: was confusing. But that is yeah. his wife.
2: Well, the wife is uh, doesn't want
1: to... She's conflicted about letting them free. I, I don't understand why... See, it uh, says
2: mama wife. Mama yeah. Claus, missionary wife of Nicholas.
1: Okay, I don't know why uh, Captain Valor has... His wife keeping them. Wait, prison. so his I name is about...
0: technically Nick Claus, like Nick- Saint Nick. Ni-
2: it's like Nicholas.
0: Nicholas. So a nickname would be Nick.
2: Yeah, Nick Claus. Nick- oh, so Claus. He's, he's Saint Nick. Yeah, he's Saint Nick. And uh, his wife's name is Mama. Yeah, and she it's hunted him down perfectly cromulent. To, to hit him over the head with an umbrella.
0: Yeah. So and then they're... she became a corpse and <laughs> fucked him. Yep. So I, I guess their whole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. I guess their whole camp <laughs> is being attacked. And mm-hmm. so uh they wanna so Ronnie, the by, little sidekick
2: by Native American ghosts.
1: Yeah, no no no, this is not the Billy Ray Cyrus adventure. Uh Ronnie the kid he wants to protect Dallas and Dallas keeps giving him shit and showing how spunky she is and saying I'll be I'll be fucking fine. She says, Leave me alone. Uh just go ahead and do your thing. And so they start shooting at uh these people that are attacking them, they just seem like random pirates and weirdos, locals, shirtless men, you know? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden in the midst of this battle this like proper russian dude with a cane and a fedora shows up, right? And uh, I guess yes. Well I guess, so no no
2: he's not a russian guy. So they come across this traveling band of professional wrestlers. Yes, and this that wasn't guy yet, is yes. the Vince McMahon of their group. He's, <laughs> so the, this, he's the wrestling booker and promoter.
1: This is when I realized that there was something to discuss no matter what in this book. Uh, yeah, so this guy, he used to be the, the imp- impresario of the Imperial Russian Ballet, so that's why I assumed he was a Russian. Uh, but yeah, he's been traveling around uh, on tour uh, with these with these wrestlers, with these famous international wrestlers, but I guess they got stranded somewhere, so he's like, well, I'm going to shore up some money by running guns for local bandits and, and things.
2: This is what I love about pro wrestling. Uh, they keep calling themselves world champions, and they, they poke fun at it right here he goes, hey, aren't you the Hungarian angel who used to wrestle back home? He goes, ah, you know me, champion of the world in Omaha and Pittsburgh. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, that's very funny, a very localized thing. So uh, so they decide, all right, well, here's the deal. We have your guns. We intercepted those guns. We don't want you trading guns to warlords. And they decide to let uh, Nicholas and Tanya free to help them help them stave off this invasion
2: and they ask him like hey how much are you getting paid and he goes oh we're getting 20 percent of the purchase and he goes well i want you to use the guns kill the guys running the guns and take all their money hell yeah and They go he goes you know what that's, that's a much great better idea. idea i'm a wrestling promoter and i will fuck over anyone you want me to
1: and so they head off to do exactly that uh but the way they decide to do it is they decide to use old wrestling gimmicks and uh they decide that they're going to show up uh with these uh who, what what nationality or what region are these people from Beats that they're me. yeah some some region and they decide all right here's the thing well i we're mean gonna... back
0: then wrestling leagues were very localized they are and they to did tour yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah but i'm talking national, like national
2: the national wrestling alliance
0: yeah i was going i was saying like but pre now all of that by,
2: now owned by billy corgan yeah nwa uh and so, soon to be on the CW network. Nice, nice. Billy Corgan busy. made it happen,
1: dude. He keeps busy. owns it. He has a successful alt rock band. He has a successful wrestling company, and he has a successful well, t shop. Well,
2: it's successful now. It, it's it wasn't still going for a very. I
1: know, but things very, take a while to get going. And he's got a t shop. Find me one person who's got a rock band, a t shop, and a wrestling league.
2: The rock band is just supplementing all the other things oh
1: okay fine that's what i work for
2: none of the other things he's doing is making money
1: we are on a show that is supplemented by me going to work it's true that's the whole point of this so anyway they decide that they're gonna they they send off some flashbangs and they throw some flour and uh then one of the the famous wrestlers as well as captain valor arrive and tanya The captive, she starts uh, speaking like Mandarin Chinese to uh, these traitors, these warlords, and telling them, hey, uh, the god of good and the god of evil have manifested themselves, and they're going to wrestle for the fate of uh, human morality.
2: Mm -hmm. They have a pretty good match, three stars. They have a good
1: match, three stars, they've got their little trunks on, and ultimately, hey, good wins. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Crowd goes home happy. And the, and he tells them like I'm the god of good, so you guys need to surrender all your arms. You need to go back to a simple life. And they go, well, the god of good told us to, and he just beat the god of evil. What more evidence do you want?
2: Mm-hmm. If, they, if he was a better booker, though, the good guy would have win. But a new bad guy would attack them after the match so the crowd have a reason to come back next to him well that's more less what
0: happened because they totally do like have them put down their guns tell them pieces the way and then attack them yeah and then kill them (laughs) all
2: knock them out Dallas well, comes her, in with her with her horses and her guns. And she fucking her, does shoots
1: them all down like dogs. What a saucy broad! I like her. I like Dude, her very much. Her and
2: I are gonna have something going on.
1: And then at the end of this, Ronnie, who this whole time has been kind of patronizing to her, decides that uh, he actually kind of wants to go on a date with her. But I'm she's she's in her early thirties, despite what she said earlier, and yeah,
2: he's, 19, yeah, so he's nineteen maybe. So what? Nineteen year olds? You didn't you didn't hook up with thirty year olds when you were nineteen? I was
1: I was originally gonna say thirteen, but then I figured you guys were gonna give me shit.
2: Nope. So, well, I mean,
0: he's, you know. Yeah, I would have said, ew. He's a lad.
2: And back then, though, 19 means you're middle-aged. Yeah, yeah, you're wrapping it up at that point.
1: Uh, all right, all right. Now we're on to our penultimate story, The Scarlet Avenger in the Weird Case of Tomorrow's Murders, written by Abner Sundell, art by Ed
2: Ash. Mm, the Scarlet Avenger is a guy who puts a jockstrap over his face.
1: So it says here on the little uh, synopsis here is, is, uh, the man who never smiles. And they mean that literally because he was in a plane crash, his family died, he survived, but, uh, he damaged his facial muscles. He cannot smile. Oh, yeah. That's his his quirk. Yep. That's his quirk. Well then he, he, he uh, decided to become an expert in jujitsu and he became an inventor. He created a bulletproof cloak, all this kind of stuff. And he has a rocket car, like, uh, like Chester Lampwick from the Simpsons. Right, and he calls himself the Scarlet Avenger because he's into period sex, and he thinks everyone should be cool with it. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's right. So in this story, uh, there's this woman Inez, Inez that uh, hangs out with the the Scarlet Avenger. Is he the Crimson Avenger or the Scarlet Avenger? The Scarlet Avenger, and uh, she uh, observes a man on the train jump off the train and kill himself, and he left behind a paper that says this dude was about to kill himself. Yep. it
2: says so. It's like it's it's like tomorrow's paper that's already there. What the hell's going on? Isn't that a, 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 a the plot point to a bunch of romantic comedies?
0: Well, no, there was a TV show called like
2: oh that's early wrong. edition. Early,
0: that's what I'm thinking
2: of. Thank you,
1: early in, edition. Yeah. In yeah. fairness, this predates all that shit. So you know yes this predates
0: the like late 90s early 2000s tv show that was early edition
1: well uh, you say like you know you 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 seem to be framing it as if like this is ripping those things off this is where all those ideas came from This is where all the best ideas came from so uh she gets assaulted by some guys who want that paper back yeah but luckily
2: uh, she has a bunch of mace on her tit
1: she does. She has like a, a squeeze to spray poison thing, but she mounts the, Not the nozzle. Not just poison.
0: Ammonia. Nice. Fucking ammonia.
1: So it smells like they peed their pants. So they're blinded. She jumps in a car and goes to see the uh, Scarlet Avenger and says, hey, look at this paper. This is fucking weird, right? And he looks at and he's like, yeah, all the stories are about crimes uh, which haven't happened yet. And I think they're going to, so I'm going to go cut them off because I think this is actually a, I think this is a fake newspaper that's actually an instruction sheet for criminals.
2: So he goes out and uh, he put, oh, really, his costume is just that he puts on this red mask that's connected to a cape over his suit. Right. The suit he was already wearing. Right. Yeah, that's his, that's his suit. So it's he, like he, it's, everyone probably knows who this guy is. That lady seems to know who he is.
1: So so unlike your future plans, this is a guy who does just keep the one outfit and he just augments it as necessary by the he situation.
2: He just puts on this like sock yeah. headdress thing and seems goes, on am the Scarlet Avenger.
1: And uh, the Scarlet Avenger finds this dude who's like embezzling from his company and he's going to attack him. And the guy goes, no, 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 I didn't want to do it. They, 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 they have my daughter. They're going to kill her. They sent me this paper, said I got to do what's in the paper or they're going to kill her. Right? Mm-hmm. And then a truck drives by
2: and sprinkles them with a deadly hot spray. Yep. And uh, which knocks them on, which kills... It looks like it kills one of them. Yeah, oh my god, the blood is pooling on the skull. There's like a of big his old trail of blood. Oh, yeah, he's he- dead. A, this
0: comic of hen- is graphic.
2: It is. There's a bunch of henchmen that show up. Uh they're like luchadores who wear that sumo like right. uh, Yeah,
0: the lucha mask.
2: They have a lucha mask, but they got that like the the sumo wrestler like uh uh what do we call that that diaper they wear? Uh the gi? No, is that no, a gi? G-
0: I don't think that's a gi. What no, is gi is like uh,
2: karate, or oh, you're right, jujitsu, or what is it called? Or... It's, it's not, not just obi. A, a
0: sports thing. Mawashi.
2: Oh yeah, oh. Uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. No, that's not it. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, that is. That is yeah, that's a mawashi. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. All right. Um, yeah. They got those on.
1: I would say they look more
2: like tardigrades with the little nozzle faces. Oh yeah,
1: they look like tardigrades, and then they're wearing Beats by Dre for some reason. They've got little headphones agree, on. The
2: tardigrade is the animal we would we would mutagen with.
1: Yeah, cause it's a great animal to mutagen with for sure. Right,
2: you immediately become
1: invincible. You're yeah. You're you can survive in space. You can freeze yourself when you need to. It's great.
2: And here he faces the purple clansman.
1: So this purple clansman guy, who I think he's or calling Cobra himself Commander. the. He's calling himself like the Crime Master or something like that. Yeah, come
2: on, the Master got, of All Crime. He's you, the Master of All Crime. Dude, you yes. got a purple rag on your head. So, so yeah, you he's look a dude. Cobra Commander.
1: Again, again, a concept that predates Cobra Commander. Uh, so he's a guy in a suit with a purple, yeah, purple mask over his head for a good reason. We're gonna find but the, out. But the Crimson Avenger or whatever the
2: fuck his name is, like the Crimson still,
0: Avenger is a DC character.
2: You can clearly see who he is. That mask yes. is not hiding who he is at all. Well, yeah,
0: but
1: who he
2: is isn't someone
1: that anyone knows or cares about. It's like about.
2: Robin's dumbass domino mask. Yeah. Like, we're going to know who you are pretty quickly, Robin. We can see your hair and your face. At
1: any rate, the crime master's like, listen, I've got Inez. I'm going to kill her uh, unless you uh, receive my, my special criminal newspaper and do what it says. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, they throw him in a, in a car. They're going to drop him off. But before they throw him in the car, he rubs his heel on the tire. And I guess uh, I guess the tire left a like a chemical that he can follow later because he's mm-hmm. a genius. Yes. And so they throw him out. They give him the paper. The paper says he's got to. Uh, what's he got to do? He's got to steal something. He's got to steal uh, a diamond. What if they like uh, threw
2: him on the car? He's landing face first. He what just dies. He just, yeah, he his face and dies. Oh shit! going to throw off my plan. He accidentally hits the curb. Yeah. You know, face first. He curb they're stops like, himself. Yeah. They're like, leave him a clue. They just throw it over his dead body and then they drive away. Give him a fucking
1: clue. He does have a nice calling card, though. His calling card is a, a flaming arrow going through a skull. That's a lot. Pretty it's nice. a lot
2: better than the, a poisonous snake that you can only yeah. use once.
1: Yeah, it's busy. Uh, so he's like, well, I'm not actually going to go steal this diamond. I'm just going to trace it back. And then uh, we find out that he uh, he's doing the right thing because it turns out that this crime guy, uh, he is the realist. This motherfucker is ice cold. He he announces to Inez that, yeah, even if Scarlet Avenger does what he says, uh, I'm still going to kill both of you. Mm-hmm. In fact, like, he probably should probably just kill her now. He probably should. Uh, and it looks like maybe he's gearing up to do it, but he's a little too slow and the Scarlet Avenger jumps in. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. as
2: he's coming through the window, it looks like he actually wraps himself in his cape and falls over.
1: Yes. he. Well, he hasn't figured out the cape yet. In fairness, it was the golden age. Superheroes in general hadn't figured out He didn't out need yet. any of this. Yeah.
2: All he needed was his gun.
1: His gun. <laughs> and so he gets in a fight with these guys. He, he beats most of them up. And then as he's wrestling with the crime master, he removes his mask. And it turns out that the guy actually has a tiny little peanut head. Right. So he starts calling him peanut head. <laughs> which is probably his name going forward. You know, we had a gangster Batman villain in another episode who also used a disguise to look more physically intimidating than he was. Remember that guy? Mm -hmm. It's a little dude who wore a big suit, Mm kind of like anarchy. Mm -hmm. That's just something to do. Or the grizzly. Or the grizzly. And so this guy is really angry. I guess he's a genius, but uh, people don't take him seriously because he's got a tiny little peanut head and he Mm -hmm. jumps out the window and dies.
2: (laughs) Jump out the window and dies. (laughs) Look at that peanut-headed PN. idiot! He ate <laughs> yeah, peanut, peanut butter on the sidewalk.
1: Uh, uh, peanut-headed moron! And uh, yeah, he his Inez, and that's the end of that.
2: That's the end of that.
1: And then uh, we can finally get to the final, final uh, story here. It's called yep. Zambini, the Miracle Man, written by Joe Blair, art by Ed Wexler. This one, yeah, I don't, uh... is it? It's it's on the well, it's on the, the po- verge. Well, like
2: this guy Zambini has the powers of Jesus Christ.
1: Yes, so Zambini has the power to return things to their source, which is
2: really nonspecific. All right, well, I mean, he's like he's turning water into wine, is what he's doing. Yeah. He's performing miracles. It's much like what we do with a lot of these old comics on this show. He's Jesus Christ the Miracle Man. He
0: has a lot of very specific powers.
2: Right, so he has kind of like a Zatanna thing going on. To uh, claim that anyone else is a Miracle Man over Christ is blasphemy. That is true. Oh, you know what he does? Well, I guess he's not a Christian. A couple of sinners up in here. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not baptized, so. Ooh, so I, he never will be. So, You're, them. You'll, be, never, you'll never have a covenant with God.
1: I I know. Well, I was thinking one day. You know, uh, we'll talk it over. He and I. We'll, we'll sit down. We'll hash this thing out. We'll figure out what the problem is. I'll sit backwards on a chair like AC Slater used to do. I'll ho, say, ho, Let, Let's let's wrap. Let's wrap, God, God. Let's see God's what this is kryptonite. about.
2: a relaxed guy who was born in the 80s. God's like, I will never let you be a part of my kingdom and you spin that (laughs) chair around. He's like, (gasps) Ah, he does look really relaxed, doesn't he? Uh, So Zambini the Miracle Man is in
1: the, he's having a safari and he's got a bunch of uh, dudes. And uh, he's being attacked by some natives who uh, I guess have tails.
2: Uh, What they got is they kill lions and they uh, attach the tail hide to their uh, outfits.
1: Well, we don't know that yet. We think maybe these are just uh, uh like tailmen.
2: Tr- tribesmen that have tails. Yeah. I didn't know if they said it earlier and I No, they said it at the well. end.
1: They said so, it at the end.
2: So they throw their spears at Zambini and he turns them into snowballs.
1: Yeah, his way like so like Zatanna, she says things backwards. He adds the letters AB uh, into yeah. random I th- words. I thought it was
2: like pig latin.
1: It's not. If you go through these and you just re- remove AB wherever it says AB,
2: oh, it just
1: become snowballs or whatever. So they become yeah. snowballs
2: and he gets hit with snowballs. So instead of being murdered by spears, he's humiliated by spears. He's, he's
1: yeah, exactly. Him. He could have turned into just water vapor. What was he doing?
2: He doesn't know. He doesn't know science. He didn't know, he didn't know how to put AB in water vapor fast Yeah, enough.
1: he couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. And so... uh There's this dude uh, in a mask who's leading the uh, tail men and he's like, the white man's magic is not good. We gotta get rid of him, gotta get him off the land. He's not 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 making sense. Yeah, he's making some kind of sense.
0: Well, uh, but real quick, this is the point though where I got confused because it starts off by saying this is based on true facts. And then it goes into uh, somebody turning (laughs) spears into snowballs. And yeah. now we're back to interacting with an entire tribe after saying that only two people had been seen. And yeah, it, I was okay. confused. Well, this is okay. the second
2: coming. Christ returned to Earth and he, his name was Zambini. Has been a few days. It's time for him to come lost back. And you got lost on that safari and never <laughs> came back. Well, well, that's why the rapture never happened and we're still going.
1: I don't have Jonathan Frakes loaded up, so I'm just going to have to assume all that's true. Mm -hmm. so while zambini is uh sleeping uh one of the tailmen steal his uh cloak and uh then the next day he's like what the shit all my 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 cloak's gone oh shit there's a python yep and he gets they get attacked by a python but not a rattlesnake this isn't the rattler this is a this is just a regular old python
2: that was a
0: different story reader
2: luckily he has a gem that he can rub that makes snakes return to their masters. It says it
1: causes things of evil to return to their source, which implies the python was evil. And I know it seems weird that an animal is just looking for food and that makes it evil, but that python also supports Hamas.
2: Well, I think he meant because the uh, wizard, the evil wizard with the mask commanded the snake with spells.
1: Yeah, because it turns out what they did was they took Zambini's cape and they, like, threw it in a pot with the snake and then tortured the snake. So the snake associated that smell with uh, its torment.
2: Oh, so the evil it returned to was its mistreatment. Yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah. Animal rights.
0: That snake has PTSD.
2: Yeah. I got PTSD Uh, after reading this comic.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So uh the tailmen are like yeah we got him and the, the leader dude with no evidence whatsoever goes no it, you didn't get him you didn't get him he beat your pythons no it's nothing
2: the tailman sounds like like a band like the tailman it sounds like yeah it sounds like an sounds like, like pop band. it sounds
1: like no it sounds like echo and the Bunnymen. okay that's what you're thinking of echo and the Bunnymen. uh so they decide all right all that war we're, we're going to war with this dude with zambini and we're gonna get him and so they hear the war drums. Zambini and his like associate, his like safari guide associate, they hear the war drums, and Zambini's like, oh shit, we're gonna have to really, uh, we're gonna have to deal with this thing." And then they immediately throw a spear through his associate's chest. He dies. Zambini not phased at all.
2: Nope. Does not care.
0: Yeah.
2: He has- nope. he uh, <laughs> he uh, uses his uh, fuck that guy gem to turn all the spears into snakes.
0: Which he could have done earlier and, you know, had his friend live.
2: Yeah, Why didn't he say, like, I remove the spear and make my friend alive and put a bunch of AB in there? Also, did the
0: spear in him turn into a snake as well? Like, does he have a snake just sticking out of him? Oh,
2: Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty metal.
1: I, I know a guy who would really like that, who would think that'd be really cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, the Rattler. He's the Rattler from. Oh, the bookstore. Rattler would
2: be yeah, all he will, about. He's got to he get like that, that gem. That way he can save <laughs> money for his calling cards. I just want to become a snake. Can you imagine finding that guy would be easy because, like, his calling card is a snake. So you just go to all the pet stores. Yeah, how many buying snakes? out all the fucking yeah. snakes?
1: How many snakes can there be in town?
2: Right, Like well, this so, motherfucker in this giant snake costume has been here all week buying snakes. Like I think every we found Our guy.
1: Sometimes he comes in dressed up like an Italian man, but we know it's the same guy. It's like, will you call the you call the police next time he shows up? He goes, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, uh, so the guys go, all right, your magic's
2: too powerful. We'll just we'll be buds with you. And he's like, okay, cool. Let's go have a feast. How about that? Yep, and he goes, hey, come here and have dinner with us. We're totally going to be chill now. He's <laughs> so, like, I don't think these guys are going to be chill. Well, they are. They're pretty, f- they're well, not, not more he goes, like people. I know they're going to betray me. I'm so smart. Yep. So he creates, a, so he leaves his body. He creates yeah. like a fake body Yeah. and leaves it and goes underneath the house and yeah. grabs all their tails and ties them together underneath the floorboards. Pretty good.
0: He learned from this petty bitch a school fight him back. Yeah,
1: well, he's plain dirty. hes I mean, he's taking on an entire tribe by himself, like whatever he has to do to survive, you know? Mm. So uh, he runs out, he gets his people, his uh, safari compatriots, and and they raid the whole place, and the tailmen can't fight back because all their tails are tied together under the floorboards. And so they disarm everybody, and uh, they say, you know what, uh, th- these are fake tails. They just took the skins of lions uh which sucks for the lions in, in truth uh but they're 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 not warlike people, so we're going to teach them to be merciful this is fine right and they and they are and everything worked out and, yeah and then they they take the uh the medicine man who leads the tribe the evil guy and they they say he's forced to discard his masks and witchery and uh mm-hmm. apparently they murdered him I don't know well what they
0: it's did. so the great Zamboni could teach him about their Lord the Savior Zamboni. Jesus Christ.
1: Which is really
2: him. <laughs> so this is what he's doing. He's disguised himself as them. like
0: It's a missionary trip.
2: Yep, yep. Oh, I love missionary.
1: <laughs> yes, it's my favorite kind of... Never mind. We all got the joke. Uh, and that's finally the end of the book.
2: Yep, finally. We also have an ad for Red Rider BB guns. Dude. You'll shoot your eye out. New brand, of 1,000 shot. You have 1,000 chances to shoot that eye out. The odds are in your favor to blind your sister. This is this is the good old days. This is what you want to get back to.
1: Mm-hmm. This is what we want to bring. This is back. what you
2: want to get back to, Mike. That's how you like worded that. <laughs> I'm like, Wait, what?
1: This is what you miss—all your propaganda about homosexuals in the 1940s.
2: Right? They were like they were in love.
1: No, things were great for them. They, they walked in the street in wars together They're fighting in wars, holding hands on the street. Nobody cared. It was mm-hmm. fine. It was a utopia. Mhm. Uh, that's the end of the story.
2: what do we think of this? Uh, this book was funny. <laughs> Snake Man <laughs> was my favorite. Uh, Shay, what'd you think of this?
0: This book was very boring and long and boring.
2: It, how, oh,
1: I, I will say I liked four and a half, maybe five of the stories. There's a couple that really dragged it down. And so I guess that's, I guess that's a uh, three out of five. Completely understandable police procedural misunderstandings. Nothing to start asking questions Overrated. about here. See? It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's fine. I, it didn't even happen.
2: Just but Body cam it. turned off.
1: Yes. I'm playing that Taylor Swift song They so can't put it on YouTube.
2: Mark, you know what? Uh, hey.
1: That's what they do. That's what they do. But they don't realize there are other places where you can upload videos besides YouTube. So we still see those videos. Yeah, but ain't no one going to those. And now you look extra shady. All right. That's done. I was pretty pleased with that. I had a good time. Me a couple, if a, a, if a couple of those stories were pruned, it would have been a, it would have been a much better one. But it was still pretty good. Um, I think it's time to look at what happens next time. Yeah, what happens next time?
0: Spin that wheel.
1: We're getting really close to episode 250. We're getting oh really my episode. God, and we don't know what to do about it. So we can spin the wheel and just maybe. Well, it's it. got to be a Batman thing. So if people have any oh, uh, Batman it? ideas, well, it's too, It's a fifth. It's a ten. Oh my God! It is yeah. math. Yeah, we got to do. That's how math works out for you. Um so yeah, actually if you got some ideas for 250 send them in and, and send we'll see us what your we're Batman do. comics. Yeah.
2: To make but, it for the extra special sure. Dark Side's Couch episode 250 Batman wheel.
1: Uh but next time, I guess it's our Thanksgiving episode next time because it'll be the week of Thanksgiving. Yep,
2: but we've already done a bunch of Thanksgiving episodes and I don't care. I'm sure this will be very was
1: Shay just offended that Mike wasn't no, respecting. No, the great Shay was of just thinking
0: about the fact that football tends to be watched on Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, that's true. Oh. Uh so do we jettison the whole thing and do kickers or what? So we could do it for Super Bowl. How about that? We'll do it for Super we Bowl. We do it every
0: year for Super Bowl. We did this last
1: time. I wanted to and we didn't because Mike All said, right. eh, we did it too recently. So Alright, we'll
2: do it we'll do it this Super Bowl then. We already got
1: we this, this wheel up. We got it's a pretty great wheel.
2: This wheel's already right here, right in front of us.
1: And we oh, okay. Look, I, I, I am a big fan of kickers, though. We will do more kickers, I hope, soon. Um, I don't want
0: to do it more than once a year.
1: Has it you, been that long? It's been a while. Yeah, it, it's been over a year, I think, or or maybe about a year. Yeah, it's been a little while. I don't know. We can always just do kickers whenever we want. We don't need necessarily a special uh yeah, There's a whole season
2: of football. Yeah,
1: I guess we can do it anytime in that time. Uh, well, I guess uh, okay. Let's. I'm sure there's something Thanksgiving Thanksgivingy in one of these, so uh, we'll see how that works out. But right now, we got to listen to a little spinning music, or in this case, twirling music, because I found another uh, another word for spinning. Uh, this is Todrick Hall and Sierra with the remix of Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels. Oh, I love this song. I, I love this too. song. I do too. Like, 95 girl million plays, girl, girl, never heard of it before. Oh, dude, this nope, song... No, you have, because
0: I blared that shit.
1: It all sounds kind of the
2: same Jamie to me.
0: and I went and saw Todger Call, so I know I blared that well, shit. Well, James,
2: how about we do this? How about... Uh, to, so, because uh, Shay wants to do kickers. How about we just add kickers to this wheel and that way it has as good of a fighting chance as anything else.
0: No, I'd rather not do it at all than throw it on the wheel.
2: What, what, what? difference what? does it make? Because like, if it, if it lands, you can do it.
0: Because that's just wasting the time to add it to the wheel for I mean, it not to happen. I Six have a
1: kicker's left. wheel.
2: Yeah. We could just
1: I have it. a kicker's wheel already here on the file.
0: Yeah. No, just spin the wheel. If nobody right. wants to do it, then spin the wheel. No, I
1: always want Want to do it, but I also I don't know. All right, so we just spin the wheel. Put, just put me it, in a spot here. Put
2: me in a spot here. Put
0: me in a spot do here. It. I was All just right.
1: trying
2: to be supportive. Now I'll never do it again. All right. Um, maybe after this we'll just do kickers. Fuck it. All right. That's fine. We'll do it
1: off-season. I'm fine with that. Uh, all right. Let's I'll spin the wheel season, right now.
2: Kicker. You know what?
0: Actually, <laughs> this works, because then it's my birthday. My birthday comic this year is it's Kickers. Kickers.
1: Kickers right. Incorporated. Great. I'm fine with that. But next time, it's... Okay. Hey! All right. Buddy. I might I
0: like it. me some Suicide Squad. Yeah, I don't think
1: this is a request. Suicide no, Squad issue 22, which... Uh, Our very first episode was an issue of Suicide Squad. Uh, So I don't know what's special about this one. Mike, you seem Uh, to remember it already. I remember that I picked it. From 1988, it says, Based Flag tries to assassinate a senator.
2: Awesome. That sounds like I wrote Um, it.
1: Let's look at the cover here. Okay. (laughs) This is uh, from the John Ostrander run, the classic Suicide Squad run from the late 80s, post-crisis. Uh, election report by Ostrander, McDonald, and Kessel. This seems like it's going to be a very self-aware, fun uh, issue. Uh, definitely not eight stories. It says campaign 88, and we've got a, a doughy dude uh, who looks like uh, Chewy Garcia, maybe. Uh, if you're no- old yeah, guy. I see they that. Chicago let politics. Be mayor.
0: Yeah, could, why not? Have a no, I, Chewy. To- I want him to go to, like, Senate.
2: Yeah. Let Chewy be. He's been trying for so long. <laughs> Well, in the background, it looks
1: like he's going to have to try a little longer because we got both Deadshot and Rick Flagg aiming to assassinate him.
2: Considering how our run of mayors, you know, have hasn't been the best... Yeah, let, let Chewie just do it. Have a mayor he
1: named Chewy, trying. why not? He yeah.
2: trying.
1: <laughs> he wants it so bad. Let him do it. <laughs> That's who should get it. It's the guy who what wants it, it the worst. A, and the we can't bear. go
0: off that like assumption because there's been several people that I've run all the time and not one.
1: Yeah, but Chewy. Him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Ralph Nader can get together. Mayor do Chewy, come on. <laughs> mayor Chewy. Mayor Chewy would be so cool. Also, my favorite website to get pet
2: supplies from. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's like right. what you call your dog when you give him a new like big ear. Hey, Chewy! Hey, Who's the mayor, Chewy Town?
1: <laughs> Who's the cutest mayor? <laughs> All right, that's gonna happen next time. That's so that's for Thanksgiving, I guess. <laughs> that's our Thanksgiving comic,
2: extra special extra Dark Sides Couch Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving episode. episode campaign. The suicide Squad <laughs> tries to kill well uh, hypothetical Mayor Chewy of, hey, uh, Garcia of Chicago.
1: November, it's election month. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I did of, want I did kind of want one, uh, <laughs> your vote. Your vote, vote vital. matters. This, your this vote is pretty is close. Vital. <laughs> All right, um, I think that's it. Uh That was fun. Let's get out of here. Oh, this is a very long episode. I just keep getting longer no matter what uh, I try to do here. Uh, we tried this time. We tried.
2: I tried to, to barrel through. This um, was a hard book, though, to begin our attempts to shorten the show. Yeah. This book was so long. Suicide Squad will be better. Yeah, we'll get through that one quick. Okay. That's it. Anybody got any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh zippity doo da make sure to sure. press like and subscribe but Shane needs to do like plugs
0: yeah I was just about oh, to shit. use my yeah, time Shay, to do that Shane
2: do your plugs
0: well, uh, last thing I'll say is if eight stories in a row isn't enough for you fuckers listen to more episodes using any podcast app or Spotify or just go straight to the source and go to darksidescouch.com to get links and more and then follow Couch on all of the shit
1: mm-hmm. alright yeah that'll YouTube. work youtube and youtube all right uh does anybody got any final thoughts we already screwed this up pigs have a snake fetish yeah i got nobody's listening at this point shay uh the, i did plugs it's all, it's all for now Christian crusaders we'll talk to you next time on the couch
2: no squadron has ever been sent out on a more critically important operation good luck <laughs>
0: yes, sir.
1: I don't think he's coming back.